This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared yeah, Duncan. and I'm the other guy. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're just making our way in the day-to-day of Japan, killing one person at a time. As we watch Spine 384 in the Criterion Collection, Shohai Imamura's Vengeance is Mine from 1979. But first... RJ. Yeah. You know, today I found myself at Taco Time oh. and there was a man ahead of me <laughs> and he was asked, Any hot sauce? <laughs> and the man responded, Just one. Just one. Just one. See does he know and that it's it's been that kind of day. A one day. one sauce kind of day? It, cause like you know, it opens up the possibility. You know, there's people who go in and they don't get hot sauce, and that means that uh, Taco Time gets to pocket that because usually mm-hmm. they give uh, one per item. Per item. And uh, they they just saved themselves that, and they'll they'll but they'll charge me extra. How's that fair? How's, how is this a just world? So, say I should also if it's one per item. <laughs> could you say yeah. that you got? I, not not for your drink, okay, sadly. Okay, okay. Okay, so that takes yeah. one out. But say you got crustos. Yeah, could you probably make not the, the argument? Could either, you make but... the argument? You say, "Hey." You say, "I." You say, "I like it that you say, way." Say, "What's it to you if I'm going to dunk this sweet cinnamony dessert in some hot sauce?" You say, "It's none of your yeah. damn business. It's an item." I, I, I do. I believe they might give you two if you have like a large burrito. Oh, so that you got to upsize they... it. Yeah. Uh, what if you can you get upsized Mexi fries? More. You could, but I don't know if they're going to, you know, bust out a parade for you and give you extra but sauce. But if you upsize the Mexi be- fries, you're going to need more sauce. That's just like. The only reason I mention it is because I know people probably have been starved for uh, sauce content. Well, I mean. And I don't know if there's, I, I don't know if there's a lot of it online. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Go Google sauce. See what comes up. Just yeah, like that. Too. And sauce. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I would do. Or women, or women's sauce. It is International Women's Day, as we record. Um, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't want to sound like one of those guys. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're supposed to like I don't know, see my lady more. My lady, I don't want to sound like one of those yeah. dudes. But is there? Slide your 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 forefinger and thumb across the brim of your uh, hat of choice. <laughs> is there an International Men's Day? I'm not saying I would I want know, one. I'm just asking if there is one. Why do you? Why? Why are you asking? Because there's International Women's questions? Day, correct? Uh-huh. Is there International Trans Day? Is that a thing? There probably. Is there inter? There is an inter- there. There is an International Men's oh, Day. Oh wow! It's November nineteenth. Oh, all the way in November. Hey, they gave us that shitty uh, schedule. Yeah, isn't that like Movember? 
Uh, I mean, isn't that, isn't isn't that when everyone's supposed to remember they have a prostate and they should have it checked? I mean, that is what so they don't get cancer. That is what people do, but um, that is the correlation. You know, I'm, I gotta say, uh, I'm looking at uh, Google image searches uh, for International Men's Day, and uh, the the graphic design element seems real phoned in. Uh, do you, I don't think there's a lot of effort uh, put into this. Do you think? Do you think anyone takes International Men's Day like to heart, and it's like you just making out with dudes? Like some to celebrate? Do. Probably some yeah. do. People can celebrate however they want, right? Yeah. As long as, as, long as you're mean, not hurting is... anybody. That's what people say, right? Right. Yeah, that's what they say. As long as you're not hurting anybody. Uh, I, one time, um, Andrea applied for a job when she was like, wait, like, I don't know, like 20 or 21 or something. I was like a, like a waitress. And uh, the manager is like, yeah, you know, here at this restaurant, we really like to let our freak flag fly. Just kind of let it out there. So I feel like I feel like uh, I don't like the way that he approached it in the business setting. But I think that's what currently people do, right, is let their freak flag fly. As long as it's non, that was the mo- non-threatening, non, non-violent. I, th- I thought that was the motto of the uh, Criterion Creeps Discord. What, what's a Discord, Jarrett? What, what's a Discord? Well, it's Discord. Oh, it's, thanks. It's one of the fastest growing social media platforms in the world today. I heard it's growing so fast, it might even take over emails one day. It it might. It might have. It might have. It might have this day in fact. I, I, I don't mean in like uh, the platonic sense. I mean literally. I heard they might get rid literally. of emails. Like. Globally. Like globally? globally? Oh shit! Oh, they fuck. said, "Why do you need emails when you can just have a Discord?" That's is true. what I heard. That's what I'm feeling. That's what I heard. What do you mean you're feeling? That's my feeling, man. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this email. I got. I got Justin Peterson. Okay. I got one whole email, okay. and I'm like, man, do we have to like? I think we might have to take it away, RJ, for a little bit. I think we might have to take away the email. Take away the privilege. And, uh, Take away the privilege to have their voice heard because no one's taking advantage of it anymore, really. It's just Justin Peterson yeah. all alone. And maybe give him a break, yeah. you know? Maybe turn it into, like, uh, for first Wednesday uh, email bag. And let, let the anticipation build. Or let it die. So you're saying whatever first comes, Wednesday... Whatever comes first. First Wednesday of the month is when the mail bag is officially open. And yep. the other three weeks of the month... That is when anticipation builds. Yes. I see, I see. I'm on board with this in 100%. You know, some things are a privilege, not a right. <laughs> and I don't know if you've heard this, Jared. I saw this on a banner on the back of someone's truck, but it said, uh, freedom isn't free. So oh. I, I, I guess that applies in, in, in some way. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm on board with this. Email, uh, this, might, this might rattle the creep community to its core this this, this might actually however but they're not emailing may... in so exactly so even if it does rattle them we're not gonna know you know so uh you, you heard it here first folks this is uh this is the last email of march 2023 four weeks yeah One. it won't be it won't be back till april so april 5th uh, i mean you can you like, look, you can like email in, but it's not going to get read. To I think end. that's great. I don't know why people just, haven't just, it just, the whole time. just just to make that clear. You can email in. Oh, yes. 
we'll 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 save him up, but we're gonna let him we're gonna let him build, and uh, I don't know, keep it to keep it to one. <laughs> it's like I don't know. So are you saying don't send yeah. like sixteen emails? Yeah, yeah, pretty much because I'll uh I'll I'll pick the best one. I will I'll just say that. Oh, I'll I'll create a uh an omnibus. Are bill. you saying that you uh, are gonna be judge, jury? <laughs> And executioner? Well, I w- will. I mean, I always have been. Okay. Are you yeah. also saying that you're going to be Judge Dread, and that you are the law? I'll be ju- uh, Judge Death. Oh. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Or something. That sounds pretty tough, doesn't it, RJ? I, but you know yeah. what? Tough. It's tough love. Hey, you know, sometimes people need to, uh, as as Mick Jagger said, Jarrett. You don't know what you got until what you got, you ain't got no more. Right. Yeah. Famous lines. Famous lines. Mm-hmm. So uh, some people took it to heart, and I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of them. So, uh, yeah, let's give it a try. All right. Let's give it well, the old college try. <laughs> the blood is on your hands, dear listener. Your hands. Well, I mean, this whole podcast is on their hands. That's they true. willed this into existence. It's their fault. Once I see those, once I see, if I see these plays diminish over time, I don't have to tell you. Yep. If we if we get under a base of three listeners, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Uh, I think that's impossible, though. Because of the algorithm. Of of inertia. Jared, what's inertia? Um, it's one of the fastest growing forces in the universe today. Wow. wow. Uh, fittingly, some or un, uh, ironically, expertly done. I don't know if that, uh, I don't know if that's how it works, but you know, to to get inertia and to get onto the Discord, mm-hmm. uh, it's a Patreon, which you'll definitely feel more uh, incentivized for if you want to be part of the conversation, because it's only going to be happening once a month now, oh, wow. apparently on the podcast. So, I mean, people are doing it anyway. Is that an exclusive? So, yeah. Oh, wow. For one dollar, though, I mean, for a buck, you can get in there, get in, get in on the action. I've paid more for, I've paid less for a dollar. I'll tell you that much. You've paid less for a dollar. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Sure. Yeah, everybody knows. I mean, I think, I think you could still go into a grocery store and buy a banana for a buck. Uh, pretty. Maybe a plantain, but not a banana. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're not, they're not holding the line at eight eighty eight or like eighty eight cents. Not as much as they should. Oh, Actually, plantains might be more than bananas. I think they might yeah. be because nobody because nobody they don't sell the volume. Yeah. Tell me about your volume. <laughs> volume, if you can. Um. Well, I don't know. Uh. Emails. Oh, yeah. Hey, RJ. Yeah. Also, I should mention. What the fuck's with this cold? Holy shit. It is What is it this? It is so cold. Why? But it's like not even as cold as it was when we complained about when it was no, cold. But it feels way worse. 20, it doesn't make any 20 sense. 20 degrees warmer than that, but it, it feels like it's minus 1,000 right now. Yeah. Like yeah. it. Really, yeah. Uh... I think what it was was last week we were in the positives, and then it dropped. Like we were positive 8 or something, and now it's dropped 20 degrees, so it's like minus 18 or something like that. And it's just like. Or it's not even that cold. It's like minus fifteen, and it feels so cold, Jared. Real, 
yeah, those mornings, real bad, real so, bad. So, so cold. So, so cold. There you go, folks. You can still tune in and hear yeah. us talk about yeah, weather for a place that you don't live near. Yeah. Um, hey, I had Pizza Hut on the Taco weekend. Time sauce. Oh, exciting. Well, shit. Talk about burying the yeah. lead here. I One mean. of the pizzas was free with pizza pie points. So I got the... Pizza pie points. Actually, I think Domino's reward system. I think Domino's is called the pizza pie points. I don't want to cross streams here. Uh, hey, I mean, um, I guess like, yeah, I mean, since you work yeah, there. Yeah, there's no discount. I mean, uh, no okay. employee discount. I mean, oh, wow, that sucks. Yeah, no employee discount. The food's not that yeah, good. No employee discount. So, uh, yeah, you buy five pies, you get one for free. So uh, we purchased a pizza and then I got uh, a second pizza. Um, I think they're. I think Pizza Huts are just called Pizza Points or something. But Domino's really nailed it with the Pizza Pie points, which uh, it's pretty admirable. Pretty admirable. Mm. So I had some pizza. So what was the occasion? Uh, melees mostly. I see. No, we like cleaned the whole house on Saturday, uh, and um, I don't know. It was like. That was that was the reward. Yeah, that was the reward. Well, it took forever to fucking clean this place. This this house is old and it's got a bunch of old man shit everywhere, like in the crevices. So it was really scrubbing the shit out of things. And then, uh, okay, yeah, we um when it when it was like four o'clock, what do you want to do? And Andrew said we got free pizzas in the freezer. Do you want to just make one of those? And I went, no, no, we'll be getting Pizza Hut tonight. He said I'm lady tonight. Yeah ladies night that's what they say no so anyways that's all but uh you were telling me about females well uh, what i was going to do is i was going to post this in the uh, creepsville um thread because i think this is actually a a a patreon goal or some sort of a fundraiser because i think no better um i I feel rj you've been you know we've been we've been talking the the people and i Mm -hmm. and i feel like you know you're you're dressing a little shabbily, and I think I think you need to uh, spruce up your attire. Jared, I have one. You know, bring some, before you bring, bring something to your, bring something to your closet. So I'm just going to post here. Uh, this is an eBay listing, Bef- and I think I think I think at work they might appreciate. Okay. Uh, this yeah at Pizza Hut, uh, because they'll be like, oh man, that's so cool. It really shows dedication to your job. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm posting it now. We'll see if uh, if it disappears. Um, uh, it's loading on my screen. My, okay. Microsoft Edge is opening. Yeah. And I'm getting blinded by uh, light. Uh, I know this. I know this uh, shirt well. I know this well. Yeah. I remember a lot. Oh, this is a vintage. I remember a lot of this dudes back in the day, yeah. rocking this. Oh, yeah. uh, this. Well, they really hot like that. To you. Hot to you. Uh, brand from the Yaka brand, the Yaka corporate. That's, yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's. A I polo. think I once saw a shirt like this uh at like uh, the thrift store in town, but this is like 15 years ago before thrifting was cool. That's a real lost opportunity. Oh, it, it was cool back then too. Well, I, I don't do. I think I, the, um... I don't personally do thrifting, but I know it is very popular now. I, I just I don't. Is is it because everything costs so much more than it used to, and it used to be kind of like a choice, and now it's a a necessity no, to be able to clothe yourself? No, for me it's germs. Um, but uh... okay, so there you go, folks. RJ loves germs, and 
would love this a vintage anonymous yeah. polo shirt delivered to his but, door. I do have his address. That place is very upfront. So. They 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 tell you we do not wash these clothes. They are put on the rack <laughs> after the bin, the donate bin. So uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Not a big, but uh, but the expenses uh, is that... what you're saying. Andy likes thrifting, and one time she found a shirt with the original price tag on it. And then there was the uh, thrift, the uh, VV sticker, which uh, only creeps locals know what that means. Uh, that that uh, uh-huh. price tag was over top, and she kind of looked behind it, and uh, the thrift store price was more money than the original uh, sticker or er, tag price. That's inflation. Yeah. Anyways, this shirt's cool. Yeah, pretty pretty slick, right? Yeah, I get. You know what I'm talking I about? See a lot of dudes wearing that shirt. <laughs> a lot of dudes. Yeah, with fedoras. Well, there's that. You want to hear from Justin yeah, Peterson? Yeah, let's hear from Justin Peterson. A.K.A. the final email. Or as he entitled it, why does it have to be that damn movie? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, Jared and RJ, what's okay. happening? Out of all the solid movies up for best picture this year... Why does the very overrated everything everywhere all at once have to be the front runner to win big at this year's Oscars? Which has me wondering if I want to once again invest a whole night watching the Oscars just to root against the likely winner. I don't know. Can you recall ever being invested in the results of the Oscars or any other award show? Uh, I used to do Oscar pools, and then I realized it's all horseshit. Um, so I don't. I got like a couple times I won money, and that was neat. But uh, I haven't watched the Oscars two years in a row because I simply don't care anymore. Well, it was also the COVID and the yeah. So yeah, that kind of uh, derailed things. And uh, well, uh, you haven't been put back on the tracks yet, buddy. Uh, you really saw celebrities in a different light during COVID. Not that I ever had a, a different, more positive opinion, but, you know, man, they seemed shitty after that, hey? What if what if they got together and sang Imagine on, on a Zoom Could call? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? If they did such a thing? I don't know. It'd be, it'd, it'd be real sick. Of it. It'd be wild. It'd be wild, yeah. Jared. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, classic. I, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. Justin. Uh, everything, everywhere is I I think uh, I think that is very earned front runner. I have seen one or two of the other ones, like that Banshees of Inertian or whatever, and I don't I don't think that should win. I don't think that should. Well, that's that's probably that that sounds like it's too depressing to win. I mean, it could because of metaphors, Jarrett. Okay. But uh, I uh, I mean that movie's fine. But uh, if that if that say that one won, I'd go. Of course it did. Of course. Okay. What. So what are the nominees? Let's take a gander. I'm pretty sure I don't Elvis remember. is in there. We, we haven't talked. We haven't talked about this at all. Just have do the, de- the best picture because uh, that's yeah. all, that's all I'm looking yeah. at. That's all. I think I Elvis is nominated. Okay. It sure yeah. is. But you're jump. Hop one sec. So we got Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know if I knew that, but cool. Sure. Um, we've got women talking. The sure we do is Frances Mc is Frances McDermott actually in this fucking movie? Uh, who knows, man? She might just pop up. And it looks like she's a she's a producer on it. Uh, oh yes, she plays Scarface Chance. That's not a real name, but okay. Yeah, I, I know. Um, yeah, who directed this? Oh, Sarah Pauly. Uh, her. 
You know her. I like her. Yeah. Uh, that's that's cute. Yeah. Uh, and then there's everything ever all at once. The Banshees of Inner Sharon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Future Creep Triangle of Sadness. Because we'll definitely be doing this podcast 15 years from now. I already know that that's not going to be good, whatever that is. Uh, there was a, a still of it posted mm-hmm. on the Discord of a man shitting. Oh. Or sitting on a toilet. So That was the shitting thing, hey? Yeah. So oh, I don't know. Maybe you've uh, maybe your tune has changed all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. The Fablemans? Yeah. Yeah. All Quiet on the Western okay. Front, which is that? That's Netflix. That right? is. And it's um Yeah. It's not like an original movie, man. Well, yeah. It's an, it's another adaptation. Why wasn't Blade 2 nominated? Uh, that's bullshit, yeah. I know. Uh, what speaking of 2, what about Avatar: The Way of Water? Ridiculous. Not going to win, but glad to see it. Glad to see they it. They said you made all of yeah. the money. I guess you have to be nominated. <laughs> We, well, we want people to tune in to watch this the the popular movies not win. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's that's why Top Gun and Avatar yeah. here. Elvis, which incredible. I, I I've heard bad things He's about. He's white. <laughs> remember that classic Whoa. scene, Jared? Nope. Yeah, you remember. All that I remember. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He's white. Not someone else's character, I believe. No, it's uh, it's everybody. It's everybody, and of course, Tar. Bellatar. <laughs> nope. You That's wish. Conductors don't do anything. Tar. I'm standing by this. I'm not. Uh, yeah, you know. Oh shit! Good old uh, Todd Field, the man who directed a movie that time has forgotten, in the bedroom. In the bedroom, more like diarrhea. Hey, remember, remember Little Children? Uh, I know the name, but I don't know why. Uh, because it's got it's, it's the movie where it's like Jakey, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, he, play, he plays a uh, a pederast. No, yeah. he's a he's a registered sex offender, and it's a it's kind of you know post American Beauty slice of life. Isn't life crazy? You know, we're all we all have a shared humanity. Well, you guys do. You get you guys. You guys do. There, yeah. are some of these uh, alpha sigma grind sets are a little bit different. And then, and then, and then Jackie went on to play his most famous role of Freddy Krueger. Hey, don't sell him short. He was in that movie, that basketball movie with Will Ferrell. He was great in that. Freddy Krueger? Uh, yeah, Freddy Krueger was. He was actually... he was. A... Oh, that's, isn't that the name of the yeah. movie? Freddy Krueger? He, he was a good Freddy Krueger. It's just... They, they didn't know how to use him right, you know? Oh. Oh, 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 oh hey, remember Fede? Yeah, did you know he's making a new Alien movie? That's That starts sure. filming this week or something? Oh, shit. I, I didn't know that part, but sure. I mean, I I remember they announced it, and I was like, we'll see if that ever happens. And then I think I saw something that was like, uh, filming starts this week, and I went, Fide? No way. See, that rhymes, Jared. 
Uh, have you ever been invested in the results of an Oscar? No, I don't give a shit. In, uh, only when there was money on the line, hey. but not because of what movies were involved. <laughs> Whatever it was, 1990, when I, got, I was waiting to see if uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was going to win anything. I, when I was seven and stupid. I mean, I can agree with that. The only time I actually was any kind of invested was in 2008 when they didn't nominate Batman The Dark Knight. And I was like, well, that's horseshit. That was the best movie this year. And then Slumdog Millionaire won. How many people are still saying Jai Ho? That's what I want to know. I know you Jai Ho once a week, but you're you're the uh, you're the outlier on that one. Goat movie question of the month. Ah. I, will, I will ask. I'll change uh-huh. that. <clears throat> How about our boy Sean Astin, who made the list of Jared's most watched actors last year? What are his best movies? Sean Astin. Uh, um, Hey, RJ, it was weird to see him as a mesh shirt wearing meathead in 51st Dates. No, I think he's incredible in that role. I, I know Jarrett doesn't know that, but uh, I thought I thought he did a great job in that role. As uh... Yeah, he. I just happened to stumble across some like multiple movies with him in it. Like He just kept showing up in horror stuff that I had no idea he was in. Was like, like Click? Fuck? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Encino, man. He's pretty. He's pretty good in Encino Man. Do you know Encino Man? I recall. Saw that in theater, RJ. Ooh, lucky you. Yeah. Saw that with old Lawrence himself. Oh. Oh. God, what's this? What's this guy up to these days? That's a lot of kid stuff. So he was in a rugby movie called Forever Strong, that st- starred Gary Cole. Rick Penning lives life just like he plays rugby. Fast, hard-hitting, and intense. When life on the edge lands him in jail, prison ward Marcus Tate offers him a chance to get back in the game by playing for his rival, Highland Rugby. Reluctantly, Rick joins the team, where he must adopt the grueling training schedule of Coach Gelwick's enforces or finish out the season behind bars. I didn't even know he was in the Willies. So that's what Sean Astin is doing. He's in the Willies? No. It's what? One of the Willies? Uh, I I feel like his career was better to him before Lord of the Rings. I mean, are you measuring quantity? Or Well, just for movies, I'd be like, hey, that's like a real movie. Because after that, it's like, it's a big drop off. Are you including Balto? Balto 3? I'm looking at, well, after I'm seeing things like The Witches of Oz and Adopting Terror and The Boys of Abu Ghraib. What? <laughs> and uh, Hatched. Not a And Wing State. Oh, with Billy Zane. What about? Oh, Billy Zane. Hey, he's one of the nation's greatest heroes. Boy, oh boy. Man, this is some. Yeah. I think Lord of the Rings might be one of the worst things to happen to this guy's career. But maybe he doesn't have to be picky. I don't know. After the Lord of the Rings, he was in Captain Underpants' Mega Blissmas. That sounds pretty good. Booty question of the month. It's been a while since I worked from home, but have you ever had to depend much on microwave box meals like Lean Cuisine or Mm. Hungry Man? The food out of those is almost always disappointing. Plus, when they make you heat it up for two minutes or whatever, and they remove the plastic stir. 
I didn't eat some more. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> if I'm eating that shit, I just want to pop it in the microwave and forget about it a while before trying to eat it. What say you? Um, I uh, I had a couple of those once in a while, not out of necessity, but I saw the mac and cheese when like I was little, and I was like, "Mom, can we buy those?" And I ate them, and they were usually disappointing. So I don't really mess around nope. with um, like made meals, like microwavable. Yeah, I'll just make it myself. Like I don't know, take an extra half an hour. I know some people have like kids and wives and stuff, but I don't. So. What about like a a breakfast burrito? I uh we make them ourselves. Yeah. Okay. But it's like I said like we're uh double income no kids and we have time. So, I think that's the biggest thing. We got if I if I want to spend an hour on a Sunday making some prep stuff for breakfast burritos, I'll, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it, man. So, mm-hmm. no skin mm-hmm. off my ain as uh, the kids say. But uh I don't know, there were a couple of those meals that I once in a while, I do see those mac and cheeses, and I'm like, hmm, maybe it'll be better this time. It's not. Although, uh, we do we do like freezer pizzas in a pinch. Yeah, you toss that fucker. They're like four bucks. You toss that yeah. fucker in. It's not, it's not bad. Not great, but it's not bad. <laughs> uh, pizza pops. I, so I, I, I got some pizza pops like a couple months ago because I was like, man this shit's wicked. I haven't had this in years and I ate them and I'll probably get them again in another month or two and be like, man, let's give those another shot. They just, they didn't live up to what my memory had them. You know, it's like X two. I think they always sucked. Is the, is the, the yeah, but when you're a kid, especially boys, you just eat what's ever in front of you. I did at least. Well, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just like tomato sauce and meat and a pastry. And it's just like, it's hot. Yeah. And that's all you really wanted sometimes. Sometimes. I think I I, I have I vaguely remember eating like lean cuisines when I was like a teenager. You're a lean cuisiner? Yeah, but again, not great. And mm-hmm. I kind of know uh what Justin's talking about with the having to stir it to disperse that heat and then giving it a a, a heat top up. Yeah, but I mean that's that's just microwaves, man. What are you gonna do? It's it's a trade off. You know, I I have a I have a a friend, uh, him and his wife. They don't own a microwave. Okay. They reheat everything in the yeah. oven or on the stove. What do you think about that? Sure. Are, if you have if you have if you have time. He told me I was alarmed by this. I said, "You don't got a microwave?" He said, "How long has this been going on?" And he was like, "We've never had one." And I went, "What? What? What?" I said, "How do you reheat mac and cheese?" I've been talking about mac and cheese a lot, but that that is one. How would you just quickly reheat mac and cheese? They're like, well, we put it in a pot, add some cream to it, and I was like, holy shit, this is elaborate. No, no begrudge no. to him. I was just, I was blown blown away by uh, dude not having. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know what what would you really be missing without a microwave? I know some. Actually, I know a couple people who don't have microwaves. I also don't know people who have a good uh, internet connection. I have but great internet. That that that's that's neither here nor there. My internet connection is fine. It's not the internet. It's the Craig bot. Ah, uh, yeah, Craig. Discord. Bot. It's a weird thing. Like it, it just yeah. closes and then it reopens. Like it knows it's supposed to be open. <clears throat> Anyways, 
Ew. What? What's that? I don't even know what that was. Uh, that's ASMR or whatever. Uh, good lord. It sounds like a baby spitting up. Well, Jared, I'm a baby. I'm... <laughs> You're a baby? I've been very <laughs> about me. Getting burped and just puking all over someone's backside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wrong with that? People would pay good money. Live. Live. Well, yeah, people pay nothing for it, and they still come back for it. Well, One last random question. Mm-hmm. Another shitty part about spring are all the weeds that like to creep up in the yard. Mm. Oh. Justin, what I wouldn't give for a little bit of spring. Yeah, we're in. Uh, we used to, yeah, winter relapse. Negative. Well, I don't know if we've talked about this, but do do you know when they pulled out the groundhog in Canada? They went to go get it. And oh it yeah, we. Dead. Oh, you are. You've talked about it at okay. least twice. Well, now. I, nobody, nobody was talking about it, and I feel like it should have been. Nobody a, talking about it. Should have been it. a bigger deal. Look what's happening right now. Look what's happening. <laughs> Here. Here specifically. And it's only the yeah. beginning. Anyways. We used to pull them weeds, but last year I just mowed them down each week. And eventually they did burn up and get overcome by the grass once summer hit. With all that being said, I was curious to hear your thoughts about yard work. When does it get warm enough in Canada to bust out the old mower, hedger, weed whacker, and blower? It's not about the... I don't mind yard work, but I do find hedging the bushes to be the most annoying. Especially, uh, I live right next uh, to a landscape section of my neighborhood with a bunch of bushes the HOA only has cut once a year. Leaving me to trim them more than once, I finally get annoyed enough. Thanks for the time, creeps. Best from Big J Money Peterson. P.S. I am now thinking the creeps Discord will be my spot for chatting all my Oscars disappointment on Sunday. Stay tuned. Uh-oh. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's there why the go. email's dead. Discord. That's why email's dead. That's why email's dead. Um, yard work in Creepsville isn't a matter of heat. Uh, we we will have good heat for a month, but nothing's growing yet. So uh, we we can have fifth plus fifteen twenty for. A full month and a half before anything's even grown a little bit. So I don't know. I don't think you have to do yard work until end of May at the earliest, probably. Oh yeah, I I pretty sure that um, when we went to Vegas last year, and that was like the end of May, and coming back like June second, there was a big difference of like, hey, there's no leaves on the trees. Uh-huh. And then coming back June first, everything was yeah. green. You know, it was just like, oh, that was four days. Yeah, and everything just blew. That was that was really late though, because um, it's really it's really dry mm-hmm. for some reason. I I don't know. It's almost like the the climate's changing. Uh, Groundhogs are dying. Better be in boxes. Better be careful. Al Gore is on here. Well, I, I'm, this is what he likes to hear. It is the internet, you know. Al Gore, who's the internet? Oh, Al Gore. Jeez. What? Hey, RJ, yeah. you burping bastard. What you been creeping on this week? You ever heard of a movie called Wild Hogs? Oh, my God. Uh, you know, that movie has uh, haunted me for some time. I think it's going to continue to haunt you. It's like, um, all I know, I've never seen know. it. I've seen... The trailers mm-hmm. when it was coming out, I've seen the uh, you know bits and pieces on like TV here and there, 
and it's real like oh this is some real boomer comedy shit right here yes but i also know that uh, rj likes to talk about wild hogs every once in a while and when i say that i mean a lot well Derek, do you know about male is rj i think our our, our rj is a uh he, he is a uh secret boomer secret boomer he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't look is like that it. like that secret werewolf game secret boomer yeah okay uh-huh that's a that's yeah. a million dollar I'll, idea right there that's copyrighted criterion I'll, creeps I'll t- I'll. yeah um i'm not actually going to talk to you about wild hogs Jared, because i feel like whenever we decide to pull the pin on this i think that's mm-hmm. when Jarrett watches wild hogs and we and oh that's that's the and we have a discussion. The last episode. The last episode I see our... is Wild Hogs, Radio, and you can pick one. You can pick one. No, 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 no. Well, we have to go. It would be like two. You you have an episode. You pick three movies, yeah. and I'd have an episode, and I pick three movies. That's a that's great. So two of my movies. Uh, the third one will be a surprise. But Wild Hogs and Ooh, Radio. Ooh, a surprise! Is that surprise because you can't think of one off the top of your head? I'd rather not. I'd rather not talk about it at this moment. Oh, okay. Right. I'd want to give anything away. Vomit into the microphone again tonight. That would be fantastic. That was. That was sipping. Uh, my. Uh, my. Oh no, no. I'm just. I know. I'm just. I'm just mentioning it. So it's a callback. Oh, I see. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All Uh right. So. Wild hogs. Yeah, I'm not gonna. You're gonna I'm not gonna it. talk about it. It's about uh, for okay. International Women's Day. Uh, I thought I'd watch uh, the ultimate male bonding movie. Oh my god! So, yeah, we we got Tim Allen. Yeah. John Travolta, yeah. Martin Lawrence. I mean, the, the real outliers. Willie H Macy. What, what are we? What are we doing here, he, Bill? He fits with what they need him to be. Do you know who I, the? I do you know it, who but... the villain of Wild Hogs is? Could it be Ray Liotta? It is Ray Liotta. And I see a Marissa Tomei. Uh, she's in it briefly. Aunt, Aunt May? Aunt May is in it. Uh, Aunt Marissa Tomei. Do you see that? You see what I did there? Aunt. See, oh, Kevin Durant. Uh, he's mm. in it for like a second. He's not in it very long. Any other? Any other? Uh, what's his name? Other, uh, like fucking... Peter Fonda is in it. Oh, he's he's buried in well, there. Well, he he comes a spoiler. Yeah. He comes at the end for oh, like a minute. And he's okay. like, I like the way you did that there, Wild Hogs. <laughs> I dig it. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> have you ever seen that gif of John Travolta riding the bike and he gets hit by that like crow? <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I gotta save it because you're gonna oh, watch man. this at the at the end of hey. the podcast. Well, maybe uh, Sugarhead will have to come on the show, too, because I see that he gave it half a star. I mean, I didn't rate Wild Hogs. He, well, he gave it a heart. I well, mean, that's for the male bonding. <laughs> it's for the male bonding. Tim Allen is in this movie, right? <laughs> Tim Allen. Uh, Allen. Yeah. So anyways, that's a movie uh, that I watched, but I mean, I do have stuff I could talk about. I could talk to you about Star Trek. The show that ne- was oh. never going to succeed and has now been put to bed forever. No, it hasn't. There's still, I mean, Star Trek Discovery. More... Oh, yeah. One more season and then it's done forever. Yep. There's, it'll never end. And uh, the journey never I ends. I haven't been gaming a lot this week, Jared. 
What the fuck? I'm getting. I'm gonna be busy for the next couple months. I'm gonna be a little bit busy. I see. So my, I, see. I I've been dabbling, but uh, not as much as I've wanted to. So. <sighs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh well, it's okay. I was ripping through a game a week, so I should probably slow down a little bit. Games are expensive. <laughs> they're, oh my god, they're not that they're bad. Like ninety bucks almost. You're, you're, but you just said you're, you're a dink. Yeah, but I still, I, I gotta pay for stuff for my wife, dude. I had to buy that. No I had way. to buy that one pizza on the weekend. Oh. And, and then we got the. Uh, I imagine, imagine you get like dealing with this fellow employee from Pizza Hut coming to the door, and you're like, oh, I'll take, uh, I'll pay for that pizza. How, how, how much? How much is this? And he goes, uh. Two hundred dollars, and you go. Oh, uh, that seems quite reasonable. Here, here you go, young man. I don't. I I only make them at work. I don't know. I don't run the cash register. Uh-huh. They don't trust me to. So I never knew what these yeah. things cost. Only that mm-hmm. I enjoy to eat. That's a that's an entire uh, paycheck for the week. Well, I, well, exactly a month, maybe sometimes. So that's it, huh? That's all you've watched. Yeah, I mean, did you watch anything? X Files. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I, fi- I finished season. Se- I finished season yeah. seven. I mean, I I've been watching the X Men animated series. I could talk about that, but tell me about X Files. We'll talk about the Man, two X's. Some bad, ep- some bad episodes. Is there? Oh, yeah. Oh. So the one episode's kind of neat. Uh, like last week, I think it was like had just started. Enemy. Mm get it yeah i do and that's yeah it's like some guy's got like a cure for cancer on some discs and then but it's all a bit a big elaborate ploy to kill the guy and then but then i don't know smoking man like throws it in the water you're like even though he's got cancer he's like <laughs> i'll take it with me anyway mm-hmm. and then the, the next episode that's chimera Ooh. which is uh but it's very much like the um the James Wan movie that everyone loves, Malignant. Is it's it? The same. It is. It's the Are same you thing. Malignant wasn't but... an original idea. I'm not saying anything. Okay. I'm just saying, hey, it was a. That's the twist, basically, of the episode. It's Malignant. Yeah. That's the name of the movie, right? I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah. It's got crow. It's like creepy looking lady monster and crows and stuff. Or, which are ravens. Mm-hmm. Um. That's a that was a slog. Uh, then there's this like bizarre episode that makes it's like a dream episode, and oh, I just thought that it was actually directed by Gillian Anderson. Oh, and it's got a lot of it's got more it's got a bunch of Moby in it. <laughs> oh yeah, you're you're really uh really into the Moby this season, hey? Well, they, these people were Chris Carter was like, damn, April two thousand. Time to slam the mob. The mobs. So this, this is the synopsis. While Mulder is away in England, Scully is led by coincidences, chance, fate, and possibly a higher power to a married man with whom she had an affair during medical school, and to look at the life she didn't choose, forcing her to make choices about her future. Mm-hmm. This episode didn't work at all. It was a stinker. Uh, yeah, and then there's Brand X, oh, which is the smoking episode yeah. about the tobacco beetle. Uh, it's got some pretty gross, cool yeah. stuff. But I think like the opening of this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Episode? 
the, the, the cold open, it is a beat from a Joker like origin story. Comic. Wasn't that where Brand the X idea that, like, from? Brand X. He's been using Brand X. But yeah, it's, it's this whole thing about um, yeah, killer bugs and breathing and smoke and you it grows beetles inside your lungs. That's cool. Um, yeah, this one was like fine. Then it's the Hollywood AD episode directed by David Duchovny. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Oh yeah. Was that the bathtub La- one? Yep. Yeah, that's good stuff. Lame. I like that bathtub stuff. Uh huh. This episode, r- real, real silly. Written and directed by David Duchovny. Ooh. And that was followed by the episode Fight Club. Oh my God. What happened uh, there? Which is the one with Kathy Griffin. She's got a doppelganger. And then there's another doppelganger, like who's also a, a pro wrestler. Oh, of course. And it, the fight, the, it, it climaxes with uh, a big pro wrestling match because wrestling was popular in 2000. Sure. Just awful. I mean, that sounds good. Just I don't awful. know what the problem is. And then the episode after that is Je uh, uh which is the genie episode. Do you remember that one? Is it like a gin or is it a gene? Like it's a, it's a genie. Okay. It's a it's a woman who got genied like in the 1500s, and she gets wrapped up in a carpet, mm-hmm. which gets unfurled by this uh, dullard, and uh, him and his brother live in a trailer, have escapades with the mm-hmm. genie. And then there's a scene where Mulder also makes wishes with the genie. And he says, I want world peace. <laughs> Do you remember this? Uh, I kind of. Does he get world peace? Does it happen? Well, of course, because genius. Peace and quiet. Oh, uh, is this a Wishmaster situation, Jarrett? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, it always is. It always yeah. is. And then you get the last episode of season seven, uh, Requiem. Is that one cool? Which is like, I don't know, uh, it's it's the exit of the Smoking Man. Yeah. You get the return of like Crycheck for a second, and and then Mulder gets abducted. And then I watched the first episode of the next season, and like now it's like this is the beginning of the um, Robert. What's his Rodriguez? Name? Uh, T T one thousand. Oh, um, you're thinking of, yes, that guy. Yeah. The T-1000. T-1000 season. And it's him and Jillian, and the next season it's him and not Jillian. Oh, yeah, there we go. I kept wanting to say, like, Robert Patterson, but Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Yeah, that's old Bob Patrick. That's what I said. I totally said that to you just now. And yeah, they they dust off like the 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 chess master kid. Remember the chess master kid? Who could kid? forget the chess master? Who kid? could forget? That yeah. kid loved playing chess. That was his whole thing. He said, "Man, I love chess." Yeah. And then we all went. And then Mulder cool. appeared. And then there's like some kind of cool like medical experimentation stuff with the kid, like with uh, Mulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like fire in the sky. But Mulder's being abducted. And you're like, is this actually happening, or is it what Scully's imagining? Oh. No, well, what do that? you think happened? Uh, I don't know. He seemed fine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm just watching at this at this point out of uh, inertia. <laughs> just like I don't know. Did you describe I'm, what I'm, you I'm mean this by far. 
RJ, you know, it's one of the fastest growing forces in oh, the Oh, wow. Universe. Wow. Interesting. We're, we'll, we'll all get there eventually. Yeah, we will. Death is inevitable, yeah. right, friend? Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. We might not live to see it, but we'll get there. Sure. One of us. And then we'll, and then we'll be inert. <sighs> we only can dream. So you watch X-Men cartoons. I do watch X-Men cartoons. I'm in season three of the yeah. X-Men cartoon right now. Very good. Season one and two are wicked. Uh, yep. Um, I guess, obviously, season two is all um like the uh, god... It's like the God loves. Phoenix saga? No, that's season three. So season oh, two is like, um, it's not quite God loves man kills. Like there's no Nightcrawler in it, but it is like the Senator. Uh, it's like Senator Kelly and uh, Days of Future Past type stuff. So they do Days Henry Trask. Yeah, Trask. <laughs> and uh, so Kelly and Trask, and then um, it's the friend Master Mold. Yeah, Master Mold is in there, which is pretty cool. And then uh, the Friends of Humanity are there too which is uh that's the like so that's like the human rights group that keeps going and like yeah. enticing riots against mutants and stuff those um those episodes are really good like uh i don't know i've i tried a bunch of times to get into x-men comics and i the time that i tried to i was like reading i was actually reading comics quite a bit and i couldn't get into the x-men ones because there were so many like there were so many sub comics that all tied into each other. I was like, oh, I don't yeah. want 15 X-Men comics a month. I was like, just give me one. That's good. And I couldn't find it at that time. You know? No, uh, I still, you still can. Yeah. I, I know. I mean, I know some, some, some people like that Jonathan Hickman stuff, but man, I tried that. And I was like, this, this feels like the same old fucking X-Men that has been a problem since Grant Morrison finished his run. Yeah. Back in like two thousand four or something like that. Decent? Oh yeah, yeah. This it was, was uh oh, it was only marred by uh some pretty bad artwork. I times. I remember I know the artwork for Grant Morrison's. His beast is really well, weird looking, isn't it? No, 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 no. That was so. Depending on who drew it, it was awesome. Because so there's uh, Frank Quitely. Yeah. The stuff that he drew looks real yeah. good. And then what happened was they had this one artist, Igor Cordy. He'd kind of sure. come on. To, to to like draw he he had to rush out art to keep a schedule and it was rushed and then yeah when frank quietly drew it it was awesome yeah. it was beautiful and but he was too slow he couldn't keep up and well don't fucking put so, that comic out every two weeks let frank quietly well, like give him well, some time to draw fuck <laughs> yeah so there's the good stuff i, I was i liked uh uh, beast beast yeah and yeah that's that's where the like you know scott summers uh white queen stuff begins mm -hmm. and i don't know they let him kind of do whatever he wanted they kept a bunch of his ideas mm -hmm. like let them actually carry over but then there's like people came along trying to make sense of it ed brubaker was on for about a year and it was okay and then you had um uh matt fraction yeah i've read who a did few it for quite ones and it was okay yeah. like it's one of those things that it's completely forgettable yeah, it's like, whatever fine. happened in the middle of it but there was um there's like the, the two crossover events that they kind of co like because they kind of co-wrote them together yeah. uh the i think it's like messiah complex and second coming whatever order it yeah. went in those are awesome like those are like 
the perfect perfect 90s x-men yeah but i don't know if they would make any sense to read them yeah. as their own that's how people read them though because uh unless you have marvel unlimited as an app there's no way to read these comics the trades are long out of print and then uh kieran gillen i think came on after that and i just don't care for his writing yeah. very much I so i checked out from there and every like i don't know few years they do a relaunch and i'll read the first issue and it's the exact same comic over and over again where it's a new status quo but there's some gr- somebody in the government is trying to say ah mutants are almost accepted and then some uh, mutant or other human is trying to make it so that mutants are not accepted and it's always just resetting and there and it's just yeah, okay none of it's going to be permanent yeah. no one's important enough to like make it stick uh, Jonathan Hickman's approach had one neat idea. So, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, McTaggart. Moira. Um, Moira. Moira McTaggart. Moira. So she is a centerpiece of the run. That's cool. So she fi- you find out she has a mutant power. And her mutant power is, uh, she has, I think, what did they figure out? 13 lives. Oh, and so okay. when she, She's so like, when yeah. she, dies so when she dies yeah. she, uh everything restarts and it's like it, everything around her restarts just in like the and so the immediate area like, like in the continuity restarts like the whole universe so yeah but, but from her birth on and so she ret- like if, i read the beginning of it and like this is me re- trying to vaguely remember how it goes so what happens is the mutants are immortal sure they, that's like what happens is they uh so uh not Genesis the island uh Genosha the, not the Savage Lands Genosha yeah, yeah. no not Gen- not yeah Genosha is a mutant oh the island and, itself is a mutant yeah okay. and it grows this magic super medicine sure. that makes it like that you that mutants just become like they can live they're, they're going to live forever mm-hmm. unless they get killed like they're never going to age. They just are going to take over. And we now, the idea is that we they live in a world now that is just, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a world where mutants are just going to be around forever. And it kind of explores the ramifications of it. But it's taken several attempts for Moira McTaggart to get this right. And so the thing is, everything's going to reset when she dies. And so one of the storylines off the bat was everybody dies. And, and then she and dies she died and then and then there's but but she I think she retains the information. Uh, okay. Co coworker Devin might be yelling at his uh, uh, iPods I'm right sure. now. I'm something because sure. he's like that's not this, but it's something like that. And it, it was trying to like do it. It's it's trying a progression of the major like of X Men as a concept, which is such a weird thing because they were at one point I don't think they were so protective of it. Yeah. They. So, because early on, I mean, it was just this, like, mutants. Uh, was just like, you know, X-Men was a crap comic. Uh, you know, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby created yeah. it. It ran for 50-odd issues. Instead of canceling it, they just started reprinting mm-hmm. stuff. And then they, God, I can't remember who, someone wrote it for a little while, and then it just turned into reprints. I think Neil Adams did some some of his early works on there, too. But then there's like a good chunk of time where it was just a reprint series, and then they brought back with you know was it X or X Men issue ninety three ninety four and the giant, giant size X Men, yeah. which is which is where uh, Colossus, Wolverine, Kitty Pride, Thunderhawk, yeah. um, Nightcrawler, Banshee, they all they all debut yeah. like it, it, at the same time, and th- th- those comics are 
gorgeous to look at the Dave Cockrum mm-hmm. uh, work uh, with yeah because he started it and then Burn John Byrne joins later but um, gorgeous lovely comics fun busy 1970s stuff mm-hmm. but and then it winds up becoming as time goes on the biggest comic Marvel has going yeah. like it's a huge franchise Chris Claremont's yeah. work on it is yeah because Len Wein started it off and then Chris Claremont came along turned it into you know with the Hellfire Club and everything the cartoon basically encapsulates but with the the 90s design mm-hmm. so it's a, it's kind of, it, it, it's a nice uh mix of those two things yep. and yeah i mean i remember uh yeah i, I loved x-men for a very long time well, it, was, it was sweet wolverine's adamantium gets ripped off his bones by magneto huh come on man well that's what i mean like who doesn't fucking like x-men like especially strife cable god it's <laughs> I yeah some some of the stuff like I do genuinely like I was so I was a Spider-Man kid and an X-Men kid I grew up in the 90s you're a little older but like you you like this shit too um and it was so good uh and that's what I mean like I did want to get into the comics I think I started reading X-Men during Avengers versus X-Men that's that was the era uh, that I started that- that was your that was your and mistake. I, I know, but that was when I started reading comics and I, I just I read DC for just a year or something and then I and then like and then I started ta- like I took on a Spider Man comic, an X Men comic, and I think I did Thor, which eventually ended up in your hands and you destroyed them. And, and what and what and what about Batman? Well yeah. Well no, I mean I read all the I read a bunch of DC and then Mar- Marvel. I read lots of DC and then the only Marvel I had was like but I, I did Spider-Man for a bit, and that was during Doc Ock Spider-Man. And I Superior Spider-Man. And I did X-Men for a bit, and that was during Avengers vs. X-Men. And, and then I did Thor, which was Jason Aaron's Thor. And then which, which made its way to you, and then you, you destroyed it. I destroyed yeah. him. So that was that was my dabbling into Marvel, which uh it was just timing, right? It was just timing. But I did try to read some of the old Marvel uh X-Men stuff, and I do have like I have some single issues of uh, X-Men that are kind of cool. Like I have the Days of Future Past ones and like stuff like that, right? But um so I'm watching the show and uh the show's like for a 90 90- it's 90s cartoons, man. Like same with the first couple seasons of Spider-Man. Uh they're actually I think they're really well done. Like some of the storytelling I think is really good. More X-Men than Spider-Man. Like X-Men was always a little edgy, you know, Jarrett. Characters say things like pecker Peckerwood in X Men, and you go, oh shit! He said, he said this this show is uh, adult. Yeah, Gambit's in there going, Sherry, oh petite. Oh. Yeah. Do, do, do you like want the 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 Gambit like side head I'd love piece? That. I'd love that. Gambit was the fluffy. To... Gambit was always my favorite. I loved Gambit. Yeah, Gambit's like the most incel. No, he loves he loves Rogue, and it's forbidden love because they can't they can't no, touch. He's he's he is the he's the he is the king of the, the incels uh, because they all they all want to be him. Okay, well, who is your X Men from the '90s cartoon? Who was the one that you liked the most? Don't say Beast. No, uh, I mean my well, my favorite X Men character is Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is super oh, cool, and but he's I, not in the cartoon. And oh, and he shows up eventually i not think. Uh, so there's five seasons in season three he's not there yet but he does show oh, up eventually man. 
seems that seems yeah he does because yeah. i remember being like oh fucking nightcrawler, nightcrawler is super cool they're all cool but i mean it's like well cyclops is a chud and uh again dylan at the store might be very you upset know actually psych <laughs> got summer you know those cyclops was right shirts i think when you get a little bit older <laughs> you actually sympathize with cyclops a little bit more cyclops isn't like he's not like a, like he doesn't have a stick in the ass all the time he's always just like i don't know guys Maybe we shouldn't do this. Wolverine's like, bah! and he like runs in, and Cyclops is like, uh, tone it down, bud. Is <laughs> well, it's like who? Are, I mean, like, but really, like, who are the choices we got here? We got, we got Rogue, we got Jean Grey, we got Jubilee, Storm, um, Storm. Oh yeah, Storm, Storm, and then Beast, Cyclops, uh, Gambit, uh, Professor X, and Morph. Don't forget about Morph. Magne- Magneto. Yeah, he's actually he's not in that many. In season two, he is a little bit more because that's Savage Land stuff. But uh uh Oh, so oh, we got and we got Sauron, the original the Sauron. Original Sauron. So the way it works, which I know you know, but season one is Sentinels and uh Wolverine backstory type uh like things. And we're like all the characters' backstories kind of. But Sentinels and that and then season two is Savage Land, Professor X and Magneto in the Savage Land, and then the Friends of Humanity, well, cause, and Days cause, of Future Magne- Past with is, the X-Men. Is Xavier, is he walking? Yeah, yeah, he can walk in the Savage in Land. Two. Yeah, that's so what I So all of season I, I, two... Because I, I remember that going on a really long time. Yeah, it's all of season like, two. When they were airing so it. So it's like 13 yeah. episodes. Professor X has gone the whole time, which actually I think improves the story. Because it's 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 got the Days of Future Past stuff, and you have Cable and Bishop coming back. Um, but then the X-Men are on their own, right. and they're dealing with the Friends of Humanity, like, terrorists. And uh, oh. I, I noticed this theme of, like, all your favorite vintage watching. It's always terrorists. You know about terrorists, RJ? You, you know about Disconnected? You know about disconnecting from the internet? My favorite episode. I think that was a good character too. We'll call him Software Upgrade. Very powerful mutant ability, that one. Very powerful. But that's neither here nor there. I don't even know where I'm at on Discord. I'm floating through this I'm floating through floating through the air. So fancy free. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not there. RJ's frozen. And if it's recording, I'm the only one participating. And now I'm singing by myself, waiting for the return of RJ, who's just there. Oh, is he back? Is this for real? I was I was singing RJ. Now now I now I can't hear RJ. What's happening, RJ? Oh, I don't oh. know. That was really strange. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I don't know what happened just there. Everything just shut down for a second. <laughs> uh oh well, I'm sure you filled the time, right? I did. Okay. I'll talk about my my favorite uh mutant X Men character is software upgrade. Yeah, software upgrade's pretty good. That one's pretty good. Yeah. Uh anyways, back to morph. Uh, so, uh, there's Savage Land, and then, yeah, he's gone, and then the, just the X-Men have to deal with the extremist groups, which I actually thought was better, because they don't have their, like, 
their professor X there to kind of guide them on what to do. So that was all that was all very cool. I, I thought those episodes were all done. And then um uh season three is Phoenix stuff. So uh Phoenix and the Star Jammers and uh Ken. Corsair. Corsair and Ken uh. <laughs> and uh all that kind of no, oh, the Shi'ar Empire. Which, you know, I remember watching that as a little kid, and I was like, this is crazy. What's going on in this show? Uh, uh, whatever happened to Alex? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it was actually really weird. Like, so there's... So, I mean, this is a spoiler for a 30-year-old cartoon, but, like, Jean Grey <laughs> goes with Phoenix, and then she's just dead in an episode. And then in the next episode, they do a rehash of the uh, intro song. And I went, oh, I was like, don't change the song. That's the best part of the show. Uh, and then in the next episode, Jean Grey comes back and then they have the original theme song and stuff. So uh, they rectified that real quick. Mm. That's yeah. good. Yeah, see, I don't remember a, maybe a lot of the show, but do they do like, is there arcade mojo murder world yes stuff, there, there was a mojo episode and i remember as a kid i did not like the mojo episode there one episode is called mojo vision and uh it kind of not like out of nowhere but like there was like three or four episodes that had a consecutive story and then mojo vision yeah. comes in and i remember as a little kid i was like i am not into this incredibly but you're but you're, you're not into long uh long shot uh Longshot's only there for like a second, and then for for the Mojo Vision, oh. Longshot is there, but then they and like Psylocke is there too, and then it shows that the show's not doing well. So Mojo's like, "You guys are canceled. I'm gonna get the X Men now to be my show." And then he gets the X Men there, and then they're there. Oh fuck! That's how they introduce Psylocke. Yeah, but it, she's she doesn't have any lines, and they don't say her name. I just recognized her costume, so she's oh not introduced. I'm looking at some stills. Is this is this uh, Frank Castle I'm seeing? Uh, he's shown in like one of the commercials for his like our popular shows, and then like Frank Castle is there. Yeah. Um, mm. that actually reminds me too. Like season one also has like uh season one has all the big baddies. So there's a Magneto episode. There's uh an Apocalypse episode, and then Mister S- Apocalypse. Apocalypse. I am Apocalypse. I have for many years, because like, it's not pronounced. It's like, I, should, I am Apocalypse. I am Apocalypse. <laughs> he talks like this. Yeah. What about the, the, what about the high evolution? Oh, the, the horseman. Horse. Oh, oh, Warren. Archangel. Oh, Warren. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I put that as our, our uh, post today. because it was, So that was an episode I watched last night, and it was Vengeance is mine. Oh. And I went, holy shit. I was like, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, Apocalypse is there. And then Mr. Sinister, too. So the three, the three like, big baddies, which maybe you can explain this so, to me. So Mr. Sinister, Mr. Sinister in the comics. Power? I don't understand him. Well, he's, I don't think he's a mutant. Like, he, he's only hurt by Cyclops' side beams. That is the only thing that hurts Mr. Sinister. And I'm yeah, really confused. Like... His... So he's a... Yeah, it's like a, it's weird. So in the comics, he's like a comedy character, despite like having this like incredible character design. Yeah, and the name, Mr. Sinister. But I think he's, I think he's like a, 
self-experiment. Okay, so like his, well, yeah, his his goal in the show is that he keeps trying to get Jean Grey and uh, Cyclops's DNA because he wants to make the ultimate mutant, and he says that they t- those two are the key, and that that's because he's goal. a so he's a so he's a clone of, and I don't even know, but he's like yeah he. There is no Mr. Sinister anymore. It's like he's a... It's like a thought... They got rid of Mr. Sinister? Well, no, he... So, I remember okay. John Hamm was going to be Mr. Sinister. You, 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 might have, you might have to go all the way back to uh, the fictional character biography on Wikipedia. Holy shit. So 19th century. Born in Millbury House in Victorian London, Nathaniel Essex is the son of Admiral Erasmus Essex and Mary Essex. Earning a full scholarship to the University of Oxford, Essex becomes a biologist in 1859 and marries his wife, Rebecca. A contemporary of Charles Darwin, Essex becomes highly interested in research regarding evolution and survival of the fittest. He concludes humanity is undergoing increasing mutation due to what he calls Essex factors in the human genome. After the loss of his four-year-old son, Adam, due to birth defects, um, Essex becomes more obsessed with his research in perfecting and improving the human race, arguing that science is beyond morality. These oh. questionable research methods and ideas lead to suspicious, uh, to suspicion, mockery, and final ousting from the Royal Society and the scientific community. Angry and bitter, Essex accepts that being a monster in the eyes of others may be necessary to achieve his goals. Essex later hires the criminal... Pootie Tremble and his game, known as the Marauders. Is that got the the Marauders? The Marauders kidnap homeless people off the streets of London as test subjects for Essex's experiments, including a man named Daniel Summers, whose descendant Scott Summers will one day be the hero called Cyclops. Mm Two years after Adam Essex's death, Nathaniel Essex learns that some humans are born with mutant genetics that make them superhuman and discovers one called Ensabaner, the first one, known in later years as Apocalypse, is in hibernation. The marauders awaken Ensabaner, who then offers Essex an alliance, believing they have similar goals in perfecting the world and humanity. Mm-hmm. There you go. Man, it's then, all it's all I there. It's all there. Yeah, there was like I mean there's a bunch of comics uh that came out I think in the 90s that kind of spoke to these things that I don't remember at all cuz none of it really matters. It's just like what's happening now, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he has definitely got one of the most like and that's saying something one of the more complicated convoluted uh stories cuz they've changed yeah. it. It wasn't always laid out this way and other people have put their two cents in. Oh, look at this. The Moira engine. Oh, my God. After the Quiet Council became aware of Moira's secret alliance with Professor X and Magneto and her mutant power to reincarnate and reset the timeline upon her death with all the knowledge of her past lives, I was right. Yes. yes. I'm confused by that, though. Like, Moira... So Moira resets the entire entire universe? Because it's... But if she only has 13 lives, what happens when she dies the last time? Uh, she well, I think I think she's just dead then. She can't. And then come back. there's no more timeline resets. Whatever the timeline is, it's Have what it is. People been keeping track of her deaths. Oh, it's Jonathan Hickman. There's maps. There's yeah. diagrams. It sounds like some there, east yeah, and you, west storylining, not not main. It, well, storylining. What that that's that's what uh gives these people something to be excited for. Yes, yes, I understand. 
I understand. Uh, Mr. Sinister created another top secret lab unbeknownst to his fellow council members where he's still meddling with cloning technology. Interested in it, or interested in exploiting Moira's power, he created several clones of Moira McTaggart. After extracting all knowledge from the clones and a way to activate the X gene in them, he can now, when something goes wrong, upload all of his knowledge of what happened and then kills a Moira clone, resetting the timeline to the moment the clone was created and deliver that information to his earlier self. Not convoluted at all, as RJ cut out. Sinister checks in on the Moira clones every day to see if any of them has new information uploaded. Basically... <laughs> If this future self reset the timeline, the Moira he made will have new information for him because she reset back to the time he made her. Due to the sophistication of Moira's mutant ability, each clone could only be used up to 10 times. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know why, RJ? You know why it's 10? RJ, yeah. do, you know, do you know why it's no, 10? No, I don't know why it's 10. What, think about it. What's the what's the Roman numeral for ten? X Men. Don't 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 don't. It's 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 X Men. <laughs> That's my favorite Roman numeral. <laughs> X Men. Well, X Men is ten, 10. men. It's ten men. <laughs> Has the X Men ever had a unit of ten? Is what I want to know. Well, there's, oh, it's, it's packing some units, I bet. Yeah, I imagine when that guy wrote when he wrote that, somebody in the background had a met like a, a electric guitar and was like. X-Men. So uh, what I think will be really great is in their uh, X-Men 97 show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder that comes out. Uh, they're probably going to do some Age of Apocalypse. Well, fuck. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't as these do days it. of age? Do it, do it Remember up. when you and me saw well, Apocalypse in the theaters? I don't. I don't remember. I don't want to remember that. Oh, we saw that it. Piece of, that, I know, but it's a piece of shit. It's so bad. Psylocke was in it, Jarrett. Yeah. Remember Psylocke? Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm a, I'm always a sucker for mutant fights, but come on. I know. There's been two two other X Men movies since then, and I haven't watched them. Yeah. That Phoenix, that new Phoenix Saga one, and New Mutants, and they're both readily available to me. That's how bad Apocalypse was. I like oh. X Men, and I haven't watched two of those movies because of this. Oh, it's not special anymore. No, they. That's what I mean with the comics. They oversaturated the shit out of it. Where a guy like me, genuinely interested in wanting to read this stuff, was so overwhelmed. I was like, "There's ten books I have to get weekly," because that's how, and they're all connected. I was like, "I can't do that. I can't do that, Jared. That's way too hard." That's what I said. Way too hard. Anyways. Anyways. X-Men. Hey, remember when we said, let, let's do an hour-long podcast? We still can. We don't have we to talk, talk about Star Trek. Oh. That, that's so good. that sounds great. Or we can. I don't know. The Star Trek, I only have five episodes left in that season. That shouldn't take an hour. Oh, my God. I mean, awesome. Woo-hoo. People should definitely pay to listen to these episodes. Pay to play, baby, because it's the only game in town. Ass play. Uh...
RJ. It's into season three already. Man, some have said that um, the seasons, uh, they, they fly by when you're having fun. Yes, they do, don't they? Uh, that's what a lot, that's of, a lot of people have said. And that's something we would know a lot about. That is having fun. <laughs> Talking about Star Trek Discovery. Do you think six, so? Six, six weeks, two to go. Two weeks or two, two months. Well, two two more episodes. It's two two more bonus episodes to go, right? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. If we make it that far. If we make it. Yeah. Something could happen to us. Something will. Will. I don't know. Yeah, something could happen. But who knows? We'll see. There will either be more or there won't. Nobody will care anyways. No no, no one will care. Either way. Either way. No one gives a shit about us. Yeah, so that's good. Well, Mm -hmm. um, you got any news for us? You hear about this? You see about it? Did you know Fide Alvarez is doing an alien movie, Jared? Did you know about Fide? Fide Alvarez? I know about him. He was uh he was in the Bavarian circus, I heard. Allegedly. Did you know Jeremy Renner's got a TV show now on Disney Plus? But, but who's Nightcrawler's mother? Oh. I know. Do you know? I can't give that away. I can't give that away. Come on. I know who it is. Do you know who it is? Uh well, I, I know Mystique is bandied about. Well, I mean that. This, there's always this idea of like, well, how old is Mystique? Uh, I mean, X Men First Class made it uh, made her a teenager mm-hmm. in the '60s. Yes, they kind of fucked that up in that silly franchise thing. And then Kurt different content, diff different continuity, RJ. In X Two, probably the best cold open of any movie, Nightcrawler making his way into the White House. Oh uh, shit! You that, know what? Uh, uh, Two thousand four wow. confirmed. After confirmed hinting now? for many years that Mystique was indeed Nightcrawler's biological mother, it was confirmed by writer Scott Lobdell in X Men Unlimited number four. The significance of Scott Lobdell will only be known to Patreon listeners. Holy shit! Yeah, you you got to get the Patreon to know about that Lobdell. You get the real creeps experience. If you want to know about a lob, old lobby, oh man, you gotta you gotta sign up for that. That's huge. But hey, who's Nightcrawler's father? That's what everyone wants to know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's like Bavarian accordion player. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Oh look, he he has uh. He has controversies on his Wikipedia. Nightcrawler does? Got Labdell. Uh-oh, what did he do now? Oh, let's see here. Oh, boy. Something, something about Ron Mars. Um, saying weird shit uh, that you shouldn't do online. And then uh, he admitted to sexually harassing a uh, fellow comic creator. 
Mari one? Naomi. Um, okay. At Prison Comics panel, Long Beach. Um, uh, she had submitted an article to Exo Jane describing how she had been felt harassed by an unnamed fellow panelist who had questioned her sexuality on stage, made offensive comments about her appearance and Asian features, and made sexually inappropriate jokes about her during the panel. Rodell was later identified as the panelist in question and issued an apology through Heidi McDonald on comicsbeat.com. Well, you know, there you go. He made it to Wikipedia controversy. In and way, and, the, and uh, wrote Generation X comics. <laughs> do, uh, do they say what he said, like explicitly? No. I mean, you could follow these footnotes, I guess. I'd just be interested to see, like, um, how bad it was. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, so you then you can I mean? so then you can decide. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I, I'm not gonna be the, I'm not gonna be like the guy who like uh, makes a decision or like says anything. I just, I just want to get a uh, an eyeball on it myself. That's all. Oh, I see. Just like to get an eyeball on the situation. Well, the article has uh, been archived. But uh, on the internet, yeah, but it just cannot be reached. Damn, there's an article called "It Happened to Me." Oh shit! Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll check that out later. There you go. Your favorite. Your favorite. Um. Well, damn. There's my scoop from ten years ago. Incredible. Yeah. Didn't even didn't even know that was coming. Uh, I do see that. Uh, um, Batman Begins is trending. Batman Begins. It's an incredible yeah. film. I saw that three times in theaters, Jared. Well, three the, times. The Batman may have had Nirvana, but Batman Begins had Nickelback. No, it didn't. Maybe in the trailer it did. What the hell is it talking about? No, it doesn't. That's not in there. That article is horseshit. It's not an article. <laughs> that article is horseshit. They're just talking about a time. It was 2006. They're just talking about, or 2005. They're just talking about a time uh, when other medias were popular. Other medias were popular, Jeremy. What are you Never talking about? Like I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't have any strong opinions for or against Nickelback. It's just that's not in the movie. So that's just incorrect. Whatever, well, whoever said that. Check this out for yourself. I just I sent you the link to the this alleged trailer. The article? It's not an article, it's a tweet. A link to the article? Let me see here. Okay, I'm playing this. It was really loud. That's not real. That's not real. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Someone just made that. That's not real. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. Wait, wait a minute. Well, someone is alleging. I can't believe this is an actual TV spot for Batman Begins. It's not. So it's like, this was... can't. This can't be real. And I didn't expect to love it, Lamau. <sighs> well, we are at the point now in the cycle where people now are going to say, "I, I always like Nickelback." I've never had strong opinions for or against the band. How's that for an opinion? Damn, that's controversial. If anything happens to me, tell my wife hello. <laughs> the neutral planet. Yeah, the Neutronians. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know. I know where a pretty terrific 
thing, I believe. I believe. So, anyways, we got that going for us. Which is well, so so the old Batman Begins TV spot goes viral for use of Nickelback. Uh, apparently, it's legit. No. Um, yeah, <laughs> there, you know what? This article is from 2020 when this apparently went viral, and here we are just seeing it now with our own eyes. Yeah, but like, isn't that just like whatever TV produced yeah. it? That's not like Batman's. Thing. Well, no, I mean, Warner Brothers would have had to have approved it. But I'm sure Christopher Nolan did not know. Probably, uh, if I had to guess, it probably was on CW. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so anyways, we got that going for us. We got that going for us. Yeah. 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 Batman. Well. We got a movie to talk about. Do we? Making sure I'm not forgetting anything, am I? Yeah, there's no Criterions announced yet. That's good. Beautiful. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, After the break. Um, Man, there's so many horrible acts to pick from in this film. I don't know. Two. Kill some truck drivers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds good. Watch out, Gendai Shakaiwa Kudoka 
うごめく人間の本性を鋭く描いて巨匠今村翔平が今世に問う復讐するは我にある虫村氏の間親父と毎晩つるんどったとか大事言うとけ安田の言うとった大またひろげてお父さんち言おったとそんなこと言いません知らんからな罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰罰
That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You watched so. this movie 14 years ago? Yep. What was your intent at the time? Of in- well, I didn't know anything about it. Okay. But it, 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 fit, it, it checked a couple of boxes, I guess. It's like, oh, it's this genre. It sounded like a genre crime thing about a, a killer on the run. Uh, probably the reviews at the time were like, yeah, this is a really grisly, violent, kind of offbeat uh, Japanese serial killer movie. And, I mean, this was kind of, um, for home release in North America, That like for quality, I mean, I would say your criterion stamp on something would be like, well, this is going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be, this is going to be great. Um it's going to look the best it's ever going to look and because it's dvd you know what dvds and you know uh avatar probably hadn't even come out yet in theater (laughs) one of the great films of uh of the century so i mean the vengeance is mine i mean gonna be good you watch it and then it's like oh i kind of remember parts of it It just being kind of like huh kind of, I don't know what you call low-key and kind of funny. Like, it, it's got a weird sense of humor to it, is what I remembered. But that was about it. So, I didn't, and I, I've had zero urge to rewatch it as well, which maybe isn't the best sign. Um, or, maybe it is. Or maybe it is. You never know on this, uh, this voyage we're on, with those things that you've seen before, maybe they don't hold up the second time. Or, they they blow your dick off, as a great man once said. Who was that? So, vengeance of mine. Uh, this is my rewatch, and I'm sure RJ. I'm not asking, but you you would you were not familiar with this film. I uh, no, I I know this film intimately. This oh wow! I, uh, yeah, I didn't. Like, that's why I didn't ask. Yeah, yeah, I know you. You know that I'm like. The Japanese cinema guy, like uh, feudal Japan, like I know what that's all about. <laughs> like yeah. this film, yeah. Well, I mean, well, oh, the co- the common man might not realize that, but uh, <laughs> the movie an that, expert like myself, the movie that opens up in a police car. <laughs> well, yeah, you might not understand the implications oh. of feudal Japan, and uh, what about, si- what about side wipes? Side wipes, like when you're on the toilet. Uh, no, what? Like how you wipe, like from side to side, or are you up and down or down to up? Well, just what, what, just plunging right in there, RJ. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. No, like really, I just I'm just curious more than yeah. anything. Yeah. Um. So we so we you... open up with a man with a sunglasses and a mustache, uh, being taken in. By the police, um, much like um, RJ returning to us. Yeah, uh, I'm here. I just started. Don't worry. Don't worry, yeah, baby. I'm... I got gotcha. you. Um. Anyway, he's like singing to himself, talking to himself, and you're just like, "What's the story?" You know about in media res, RJ? I know about what's the story. I've heard you say that once. What's the story? Yeah. I've heard about so, that. well, they got him. So the movie kind of uh, puts a needle in that sort of tension about, are they ever going to catch up to this madman? Because they have, mm. r- right off the bat. Because the movie's going to be entirely flashbacks. And then okay. flashbacks and flashbacks, sort of. 
Um, anyway, people are real mad. The Japanese people, they're not, they're not taking kindly to this dude. Um, he's, he's a monster in the media. They've, they've heard all about him. He's a no good Nick killing people. It's bad. It's bad behavior. Um, so anyway, he is, he's not like your, you, he seems like just a guy, you know? But like yeah. not, he seems like a bad dude, but just a guy. So the police are talking to him like a, but he seems aloof, kind of. Uh, I'm not sure what the bright terminology would be to describe this, but a, a bit uh, asocial. <laughs> like he is um, like antisocial or just asocial. Asocial, you know, he doesn't know how to behave yeah. in proper company except when he want, needs to get something out of people. Yeah, yeah, sociopathic, I guess, but mm-hmm. doesn't even have like that convincing veneer to him uh, or, or at least he can turn it on and off rather than just like effortlessly flipping between the two yeah so you find we, we get we get the beginning of the manhunt which is his killing of two tr- or of uh is it two truck drivers yes truck drivers for the the cigarette or the tobacco farms right yes yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, so we get we begin with this, and uh, he just kills him. <laughs> he just like uh, he pulls a hammer out and starts just caving this guy's head in. But it's not grisly. It's kind of uh, like it, it's kind of yeah. There, there's kind of an awkwardness to it. We're like. So the one thing I, I want to throw out right now, this movie looks awesome. Like it is, it's so well photographed. Um, the the colors. I'm, the one thing I did remember about this a bit too was the the blues in this. Like whatever film stock they use to shoot this, it looks great mm-hmm. uh, on the Criterion Channel. It looks it looks good. So also those blues and browns. Uh, so anyway, you're watching this movie and it kind of. It's got that direct kind of, uh, not documentary feel to it, but it feels like it's just kind of the camera's just observing. And you're just watching this guy fight off a man trying to kill him with a hammer, and he's doing it. And he just gives his head in. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he goes back to the truck where the other driver's like waiting because he's going to take a piss. And he's doing what? Sorry? Well, the guy was taking a piss, RJ. Okay. And uh, whatever it was. And he comes back and he's like, oh, yeah, he said we can just go on without him. And it's like, okay. <laughs> he pulls out this knife and just starts stabbing the guy while he's driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, that seems really poorly planned. <laughs> like, if your goal is to survive after killing the man. But he just kind of washes over him. This like, oh, I got to kill this guy, too. And I'm going to take the money and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip town. I want to just keep moving around until my luck runs out, I suppose. Uh, he winds up at a kind of like house inn. And this is where you're reminded, it's like, oh man, it's like there's a lot of sleeping on the floor in Japan, huh? Mm. It doesn't matter how clean or dirty that floor is. It's where you're sleeping. Um, I mean, maybe they like it. I, I guess they do. They could, I mean... Yeah. They Where do, do you sleep about usually? It. <laughs> in a bed. What size in of a... bed do you have? King, queen, double, single? Uh, well, I, it depends, RJ. I guess it would be probably a queen. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. It depends. It depends. Oh, Mr. French over <laughs> here. It depends. <laughs> it, de it depends. Uh, we have a queen bed. Yeah, that's so. plenty. Yeah, but I like I like sprawling. So sometimes I gotta kick you that like out of there. Sprawling. Yeah, I tell I tell the wife I say go hit the couch, sister. I need no. the bed. No, no, no. Starfish. I need to be alone for a little while. I'm no, I just like... vengeance is mine on my laptop. <laughs> Actually, I did turn this on last night. I was like, I got like half of this movie left. Um, she was going to bed in like 20 minutes. She's like, oh, well, whatever. Just throw it on. I'm not watching anyways. And it was going for, it was like five minutes of people talking and she didn't look up at all. And then uh, the moment she did look up, it was one of those um, sex scenes. <laughs> and she went, uh -huh. she went criterion, hey, that you and your dirty Japanese pornos. And I went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even fight her on it because it's like yeah. Then you that's when you asked her to leave. Well, said yeah. If um, if you're it, busy it, it, or whatever, it'd be, it'd be a lot easier if you just left. You know. Uh huh. I'm, yeah, I, I'm half done. Couldn't I? Couldn't even defend it, Jared. She's seen too many of these film these films where she goes, but... oh dear, oh dear. Uh... Oh boy, here we go. Oh boy. So anyway, so, um, our, our boy, wow, whatever, however it's pronounced, uh, he goes into this inn. It's run by a woman named Haru. Uh, he he presents himself as a professor at Kyoto University. Sure does. He sure, sure does. does. And he kind of like uses this as his base of operation, um, where he. Of course, like, you know, when he arrives, he's like, ah, I'd like to send for a woman, please. And she goes, okay. When's the last time you did that? I haven't. In, in my life. Youth? In... No, no. Never in my life, RJ. Never in my life. When's the last time you thought it, though? <laughs> thought it? Oh. <laughs> he said, man, I'd sure like to call for a woman. Uh, I want to call her up? Yeah. No. No? Okay. What, what what about you, RJ? Big uh, fan? No, I, I would never, I would never do something like that. So big, uh, big, big fan. No, I, I mean, um, it's International Women's Day, so I, uh, I got respect. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, people, some people have to make a living, RJ. It's all about women's suffrage. I've always said that. <laughs> what? Women's suffrage, Jared. You know about that? Yeah, suffrage. Yeah. Yeah. Su suffrage. It's a. It's um. What? It's a word. It's yeah, a word. So. it is. A, it is a word. It is yeah. a word. Uh, so anyway, uh, he he starts cycling through these women that are being sent over by the the local brothel. Sure. Um, and you also find out this Haru. She is running this house. And it's kind of like a, a woman ascends the stairs deal, where mm -hmm. she has kind of it's her and her mother, and her mother is a ex-convict uh having killed somebody so she lives there she's kind of like a you know a dirty old lady too you know what kind she, of old lady dirty old lady she gets okay. uh the plus it's not only that it's like the, the the guy the money man who's paying for this operation uh because he's like got like a sweet spot for rue he's like oh, i'll give you what you want and then you kind of wind up just running the place so he has somewhere to to screw broads and uh, he pays he pays her mother to watch him. 
because it's that's his kink. He likes to be he likes to be seen. Anyway, um, it's just one of those things they just throw out there. He's like, "Oh, thanks so much for paying me to watch. I don't mind at all." <laughs> and you just go. <laughs> I think I saw one review mentioned like refer to uh, uh, wow as a as a protagonist, and I go, "Interesting." Like as a hero protagonist, do you think, Pro- or a, a protagonist? Oh, uh, okay. No. Yeah. So. Uh, you kind of see some of his. Then you get a big, uh, an ex, kind of a not extended, but you get a flashback to the young days of our intrepid hero, um, where his like he was raised in a, I believe, Catholic family. RJ, which I went, oh, RJ is just going to be getting real bothered about this. You're going to be like, finally, some content that I can really sink my teeth into. Uh, it's during the uh, pre-war. Um, nationalism of Japan and the Navy, the Japanese Navy, like some military guys, like, hey, we want your fucking boats, you Catholics. And uh, a little while watches his father get demeaned by this officer and uh, kind of resents him forever and starts acting up. Uh, there's no like real like psychological read here other than yeah, it's all kind of just downhill for this kid, <laughs> like. Kept acting up, started going in and out of like you know juvie, and he starts going to jail. He just he's got a real chip on his shoulder. Um, meets a he's supposed to get married off to some girl, but winds up getting another girl pregnant, and winds up having to marry her. And it turns out that girl actually has got the hots for this guy's dad, uh, which is complicated. Yeah, and the la- the way that they talk to each other is also complicated, I would say. Complicated. But anyway, the dad's like, "Oh, I can't I can't bang you. <laughs> you're my you're my boy's wife." Even though he's like a horrible piece of shit. Um and you've got you've like have my grandchildren, but you know what? You should go have sex with the guy who runs the train station instead to get that scratch that itch. Mm-hmm. That I, I want you to be taken care of. So Ewell comes back and he's like, "Hey, baby," and he's like, "Just like I don't know." He's such a scummy dude, and he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you've been getting. I can tell you've been getting laid. We've been fucking my dad." He says, kind of out of nowhere, and it turns out, oh, well, no, but cross my mind. And he's like, "Well, have you been having sex with?" He finds out he almost kills the train station guy who tells him, "Well, your your dad basically begged me to do it. He pushed me into doing it." And you're just like, "Man, life's complicated, you know." So he goes back. There's a confrontation. Um, and this guy, you, he doesn't care about it that he's got two children. He doesn't pay them any mind. Uh, this is this is about uh this his wife and his father and he goes off into the world and well, it's only a matter of time till you know, he starts killing truck drivers, I suppose. And just being a bad seed, kind of a self, uh, what do you call it? self-employed thug, um, figuring out how to manipulate people and get their money and, 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 uh, sustain that way, you know. You get that envelope with fifty thousand yen. You can live off that for weeks. I mean, yeah, you could do that. Could or do that. Or he could do something else. Yeah, 
uh, I, I guess like when there was some uh, attempted romance in between uh, our guy's uh, dad and his wife, it's some some hot water scrubbing and some some titty grabbing. Can you grabbing. describe? Can you describe that for me, please? Uh, like what 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 needs to be described here? Uh, I I uh, I might have fallen asleep at that scene. So could you just? <laughs> you um, fell asleep. I, I, I might have. So uh, I, uh, if you could, you, I would appreciate. Were you busy? I know. I. I would appreciate it if you could describe this. Well, like, didn't I feel like I've already described it? Uh, d- d- dude's having a having a dip, and then she goes in, and she starts. She's got it, and she's in it for him. And uh, yeah, then it's like, well, it's my turn to scrub your back. <laughs> When's and... the last time you were scrubbing backs in a communal <laughs> tub, Jer? Uh, not lately. No, uh, more. That was in my salad days. Well, you don't like to uh... at the bathhouse. Yeah, yeah. I thought you yeah. were like a dude who liked to hang. Yeah, guess not. So I guess not. So anyway, um, we we kind of catch up to the the present. Uh, I, I was um kind of up to no up to bad tricks. Uh, he is pretending to be a lawyer to basically mm-hmm. steal this woman's bail money that she's paying for her son, I guess. And he manages mm-hmm. to pull this off. He winds up catching a cab where this like old man joins him. And then he winds up getting himself into the apartment of this old man, killing him, stuffing him inside a closet, uh, and then having a hard time with the, with the smell of a rotting corpse. Mm. Uh, he can't find the can opener. Oh yeah, he's really pissed about a lot. He's pissed about a lot of things. He's, I'm not sure if he's like spraying beer or wine or whatever it is uh, to uh, cut down on the smell. Yeah. And then he starts using electrical tape to seal up the the closet to hold back the stink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is this is cinema. How so do anyway, you withhold your stink? Uh, with electrical tape, actually. I just stuff oh, okay, it right cool. up there. Kind of like toilet paper. So, cool. uh, out of the blue, so he's left behind uh, the, the the innkeeper woman and her mother. Uh, but there's like this one little throwaway bit where one of the the call girls uh, he saw earlier, she sees like this wanted poster get screened on TV with his face on it. And she's like, "Hey, I know that guy," and then doesn't think anything of it. But uh, I, I guess uh, maybe a while. I was thinking like, "Hey, I've run out of my, I've, I've run out of time here. I've got a, uh, or I'm, I'm tapped out my resources. I killed this guy in Tokyo. Uh, I better get out of here too. I'll go back to where I was. It seemed pretty good, nice and low key. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, he she sent some money uh, in advance. It just so happens he arrives at the exact same time as she opens it up. And he's like, hey, 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 I'm back. Uh, she's she's thrilled. She's really uh, got a thing for him because he's such a respectable, like, professional. Um, so he starts, you know, taking advantage uh, of being back. And, of course, they go they go to the movies. They go take mm-hmm. the picture show. And there's, a like, as you do when you go to the movies, a big ad for wanted men. And she, she sees it, of course, and goes, oh... I see. And she's upset. And then he's like trying to navigate this. Um, and then he's like, well, we can make this work, right? 
I still love you. I, I feel bad that I made you sad, he says. Mm. Yeah, uh, she, she's like, should I die with you? And he goes, yeah. maybe. So anyway, he's still like often about doing scams and stuff. Um, her benefactor, the guy who mm-hmm. kind of set her up or whatever, he, he's just getting nastier and meaner. And um, mm-hmm. he, he brings women by to screw while she's there. And then other times he comes by and he's like, you're not doing enough for me. Uh, then we get, a, we get a rape scene, RJ. Uh, the mother's there. She has an opportunity to stop it. And she doesn't. Because the risk here is that by making this guy mad, that they're going to lose everything they've got. Real, real shitty situation. Some have said. Yeah. Some have said. And then uh, Haru, uh, she's really falling in love with this, this Ow Ow guy. Real, 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 pick, real way of picking them. Um, mm-hmm. They they have some passionate love making. She, she she really wants to have a baby with him. She's never really? been able to before. Oh yeah, she 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 wants it. Wow. She wants him, RJ, badly. Wow. Okay. So okay. Yeah, anyway, wow. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the the one call girl from earlier, she sees. Uh, and uh, yeah, wow again. And at this time, she goes to report him to the police, and. By this point, Iwao realizes that the mother and daughter are a liability in his mm-hmm. continued freedom, and uh, he kills them. And we get this weird cross cut that, like, it's a weird edit where there's you a see, few weird edits. In well, this, th- th- this was the weird. Th- there's the one. It's like, what the shit? Like, it's so like, why did they go with that? Because the the daughter. I don't know, the mother goes upstairs mm-hmm. to find basically she's going to go find her strangled daughter and he follows her up and then like out of nowhere this woman comes down the pass passageway in the shadows like from nowhere and you're like who the fuck's that and you're like oh that's his mom who's like in, in a different who, location in, who's, who's been put into a home returning to the home where his Iwao's father and wife are living, mm-hmm. but like waiting for her to die so that they can be together. Um, yeah, there's something like that is yeah. the rationale. Yep, and then uh, we we got back to Wow, uh, being uh, he's trying to pawn this stuff off, and then the police catch up with him, and he's arrested, and. Then he's executed. Oh, there is one cool shot I, I forgot about when he's uh, talking to Haru's mother, uh, talking about like I think she's like she says that you're gonna wind up wind up being hanged, and they look into this like I don't know if it's like a like an eel farm, and there's like these yeah. hanging wet boots uh, and a rope hanging with this like red background. It looks really nice. Again, this is a nice looking movie. Just uh, two hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> Sure so, is. anyways, he's he gets executed, he gets cremated, and then we have a this concluding sequence of freeze frames of bones being thrown into the air. But it's so <laughs> it's so shitty looking, and you're supposed Why to be like, oh, freeze frame it because it's spooky. Okay, <laughs> vengeance is mine. <laughs> I'm like, what? Throw the bucket and then freezes. And you're like, okay. It's some real okay action. Okay. 
I don't know about this one, RJ. I don't know. You, you didn't mention the dog that gets buried at one point. I didn't. I don't even remember that. You don't remember that scene? No. It's kind of like the the sexy hot tub scene, I guess. I must, there, have fall, I must have rested my eyes. There's a scene in this film, Jarrett, where they say, yeah, he's getting erratic. The other day... The dog bit the lady, so he buried it up to his head, and then he poured a uh, he poured a bucket of hot water on it, and then they show that. Oh, and you I go, missed... okay. And I I don't know. Maybe maybe I was looking away at a browser or something. The sound that is made is not a dog sound. It's like um, like it's very clearly not a real animal. It's like wow. Oh, see, that's 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 fake violence, RJ. Fine then. Fake violence is still violence, Jarrett. If I try to fake stab you, was this, were you Marge Simpson here? Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't. You gotta I don't, call I, him like it is. I don't think it happened, like you're saying, but that's okay. Oh, it happened. No, nope. it happened. It was there was mention of it on the Discord hours ago. Hours, hours ago. ago. So even before we were even talking about this, hours ago. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What were you we talking about? I don't know. I uh, actually, I was saying I don't know. I don't know about this movie. Uh, um, okay, well, tell me how you really feel. It it seems like I saw you just type boobs on the Discord too. Hey, don't be giving away the Discord secrets unless someone signed up for that. Well, I mean, that's that's that will entice people to join us. I think uh, knowing that I typed boobs. Mm-hmm. They might be like, "Whoa, I gotta, I gotta check those out." They say, "What was he talking about, boobs?" I was right though, right? Yeah, this movie does not need to be no stinking two hours and twenty minutes. Okay, let, let me just—if this movie was ninety minutes long, would you get more out of it, or would it be the same movie, just not as long? It'd probably be the same movie, but I—I I don't know what. What is what is it? What is Vengeance's mind? Uh, I think it is a dude's masturbation script, where he goes. <laughs> so this Man. is based on a. This is based on a book. Well, there was a masturbation book where a guy was writing. And he said, "Man, wouldn't it be cool to be bad?" <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not a. I I like some. So this is based on a, a real serial killer. I named okay. Akira Nishiguchi. Sure. Uh, he died back in 1970. Probably was executed. Yep, sure was. Uh, yeah, he killed five people as well. The police also regretted that they didn't find Akira, who was found by an 11-year-old girl. My goodness. Hmm. A prosecutor called him the black gold medalist in history. What does that mean? I don't know. Black gold um, medalist? Yeah. And then, Confused yeah, the, the the author of the novel, the only the, the only thing on English Wikipedia I've noticed is this novel. So it's hmm. like, this is it. Um, okay. But, so yeah, it, one of my favorite movies of all time is Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Sure, I th- sure. I think that movie is, uh, it, it, it's also depicts horribleness, horrible men, uh, squalor, and is... I don't know, succinct, powerful, and uh, I don't know, does something. 
is abject but also like really well made and everything like that. Avengers Mind is beautifully photographed. I mean, I I would say I mean it seems really well acted, um, but I don't know because even like the when there's like these grisly uh, scenes, right? The when he's stabbing the man through the tarp. It's just like, oh, he's just like pretend stabbing him. It's like he's punching it, but I don't know. It's like, oh, I mean, I'm not sure if they if this would be enhanced with like more money or anything like that. But it it does seem weirdly like I hate laughing at movies like this. Where I don't know if that's the intent, but I think it might be kind of like, oh, this is sort of like black humor. And I'm like, why? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I also watch. But I, I mean, I've also watched Henry and also laugh watching that movie. But at the Otis scenes, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck the bears. Yeah, yeah. everyone knows an Otis, eh? Everyone who has an Otis as their co-host. So, well, yeah, I don't know. There's not much I would ever recommend about this movie. I kind of remember watching it now and being like, oh yeah, this movie. I didn't really wasn't crazy about it the first time, and now my, I'm in the, the ebb of my uh, caring about criterions. So th- th- there's no luster here for this, for me at all. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, if someone asked, hey, should I check this out? I'd go, no. No, you shouldn't. There's <laughs> just, I don't know. There's better 70s Japanese movies you should be watching, I think, instead. Oh, uh, for instance, no. for instance, the Lone Wolf and Cub movies. Fantastic. Are you talking about the Mandalorian? Yeah, uh, ex- exactly. Oh, okay. uh, those those uh, f- female prisoner scorpion movies, pretty good. Battles without honor and humanity, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, just off the top of my head, I'm not. I'm not going to look up a list. Um. Yeah, this one's kind of, eh, just sort of there. It should check a lot more boxes for me, but. I mean, I, I have no problem seeing, no, dire situations, scummy people, unlikable characters. Uh, but yeah, nothing really clicked. Nothing for me really justified watching this movie at all. Sure. I'm kind of disappointed by it, I suppose, that it's uh, after all this time watching more stuff. Even like maybe even going back to this watching it, it's kind of like, oh, it even seems less necessary. Because I think I just, I just know movies that, do all this stuff more better, I guess. Or I find more more entertaining. Sure. And uh, if anyone else asking me, hey, great Japanese films of the 70s, this wouldn't be in it at all. Where, where would you put it between Gate of Flesh and Crazed Fruit? Uh, about the same. Yeah, somewhere in between? Yeah, yeah, just somewhere like in that pile of stuff yeah. I'll, I'll never think about again. And I, I mean, in a few weeks, we are watching like a box set of Japanese movies. Um, Again? We just we, did that. Uh, well, it's actually been a while. It seems so recent. But I've seen those movies, and they're good. Um, oh the, the Hiroshi uh, Teshigara. Well, at least, well, one's fine. Two are really good. I or don't. very good. Good to very good. Do you like buy do, it do, anymore. Do, do, Hey, that's that only are, that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine weeks from now, we'll start those. Is that, we all, befo- is that we before have, or after Wild Hogs? Uh, it'll be after. Okay. 
Americans. What are you saying? We also have what? Oh, Sanjo the Bailiff, uh, which is a movie that, but from the our 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 good Ujetsu. Remember when uh, Dylan Fr was on with us to talk about that? Dylan Fr. Fr. Dylan Fr. That guy. Ever heard? Haven't heard from him for a while. No. Maybe he aged out. People seem to age out with this podcast. <laughs> they outgrow us. Yeah. Yeah. But here anyway, we are. Yeah. I got nothing. Hey, RJ, what did you think of uh, Vengeance is Mine? I have this feeling you weren't a fan. I'll, I'll put it like this, Jared. I didn't yeah. think about this movie much how, at all. How many times did you stop and pause watching this movie? It took me three days to watch it. Oh, oh, oh man. And I'm not even going <laughs> to lie. I fell asleep twice. Really? On different days. Yeah. I fell asleep once, about 40 minutes in, on the first day. And I went, all right, I'll give it a crack tomorrow. And I watched it for another 40 minutes. And I fell asleep again. And I went, all right, I'll give it another crack tomorrow. It took me three three sits to watch this movie. Not just because it's 220, but... uh, I found it really uninteresting, uh, mm-hmm. like entirely. Like, yeah. there's times where, like, some of the content, like some movies that have stuff like this, like I, I like genuine or actively like dislike. It's like I don't like this at all. Like I didn't like. Like there's a scene where he kills a dog for no reason. I was like, that's lame. And then there's you know there's... That, that's the that's the shorthand though of the the serial killer genesis is I killing know. animals, right? It's the, it's I a cliche, know. and they're like, hey, let's do it with the dog buried up to its head. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like that. Like I saw that, and I was like, all right. And then you know, there's all the general stuff. There's some rape in here, and oh. general shittiness. And the whole time I was yeah. like, all right, all right. And I was just. It's kind of like what you said. Like, I don't think it's um, I don't think any of it is outrageous. Where I was just like, I was like, oh, this is disgusting. This is absolutely well, reprehensible. I was just like, I'm just not interested in it. Yeah, I just thought it was boring to be honest. Like, uh, I don't know. It's got it's got some nice colors. Yeah, it doesn't look it doesn't look bad. It, it no. looks like a nice movie. It's just kind of fucking boring and that's too bad yeah um, you think that like story about this true story of a serial killer they could um do something try but, to make it somewhat interesting yeah i thought I mean, the you're, you're primed for a true crime right i mean it should I be like rep your alley then you watch and you go oh yeah i i did not care at all about the like the father and the daughter-in-law uh, that thing, I didn't. I didn't care about that at all. I didn't care about the guy's relationship with the girl that he meets. Uh, nope. Like I didn't care about any of that stuff. And yeah, you're right. It's like it, I, I didn't even realize it was true crime. But even if I had known that, I'd be like, I don't know, man. I'm not into this. Uh, Andrea watched like five minutes of it, and she's like, "Is this a CBC movie?" <laughs> I was like, no, this is this is not from. Uh... Well, she didn't like. She didn't think it was. She's like, I think she said, "Why does this look like a CBC movie?" And uh, I was like, I don't know. Well, it's because 
CBC movies all look like they were like using film star from 1979. The NFB got a real good deal. I was like, hey man, 40 years ago, this was probably the cat's ass. But uh, uh, I mean, no, I, I mean, I think it looks it looks really nice. I does. actually really like the look, way I looked at it. But. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't knocking it either. She was just like, it, it was just a, it was usually usually one doesn't like reference. This looks Canadian in a good way. <laughs> What if they were talking about maple stuff? Uh, maybe. You know? Um, yeah, so that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's it looks... It does look nice. And uh, I I would like to like the story and the content in this, but at the what did line, you th- I just thought it was boring. What, what did you think of uh, Ken Ogata's, uh style in this? Like, his, his clothes As were pretty... Killer? Yeah, or he's his, like or his, his clothes, his style. Yeah, I mean, I I liked the fashion. He, he has that really nice cardigan he's wearing, uh, like on like yeah. a real like down when he's walking down the street and it's real chilly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the clothes are nice. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, the way that, I mean, yeah, I don't know, seventies Japan. Am I right? Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Hey, it's and you know it's Mishima, right? I I, I did notice that too. Yeah. Yeah. I also did like um more about fashion uh i liked when he's in prison and he has the prison kimono Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know why but i was just like i was like that's nice i was like they get him a cool little kimono for when they're in prison it's not like a orange jumpsuit but it's like it's clearly a prison kimono and you're just like man man they take care of guys over there in japan hey they really make sure that you guys that that everyone's kind of doing good before they execute you Oh yeah, but at least you're yeah. living high high fashion before. Yeah, respectful. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I watched the whole thing. It took me three days. I fell asleep oh. twice. Uh, it should be a it should be a cool movie. I feel like the first half of this is really rough to get through. Oh yeah, man. That well, I mean, that's where I tanked the first night. I was just like, it wasn't even late. It was like nine o'clock or something. I was like, I was like, ah, oh, shit, I can finish this tonight, no problem. And I turned it on, and before ten, I was asleep, and I was just like, oh, I guess I'm going to bed. You know? Yeah, I I was wondering if this was a a multi day odyssey for you because usually you you get these down on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I had seen you had not logged it yesterday, I went, oh oh. And of course, I was like, "Well, I haven't watched this yet, but that's on me, and it will get watched, even if it's at one thirty in the morning." Uh, yeah, I know you do that, but uh, I I could never do that. But I I always start the movie on Sunday. Uh, this might be giving away too much of how the sausage is made. I always start it on Sunday. If I don't log it on Sunday, I didn't finish it. But at least I watched at least thirty or forty minutes of it, and then. Uh-huh. As long as the movie's not seven hours long, it's like I can carry that over for two days. Yeah. Because if I had left it until last night, I, would, I wouldn't have been able to watch this. I would have watched half of it, and I would have been like, I'm and done. He said, yeah, I really like that scene. Yeah, those scenes with uh, you know, the guys and um, the people and the places. Oh, man, the places. And the yeah. things? <laughs> Don't even get me started on the things. Is it a, a outright bad movie? Not really. No. Is no. it a good movie by any means? Not really. I'm just like I didn't enjoy watching this, in no, the I... sense that I'm like I didn't really benefit from watching this. I don't think. And I mean that's true of 
everything that we watch, but uh, I mean that's true of many of the things that we watch. But um, sometimes I have no interest in a movie. This movie was I found absolutely boring. I was like, I don't care about this yeah. Yeah. at all. So cool mark of uh, quality. Awesome. Yeah. I uh, want to hear from some people who, well, hate this movie. Yeah, I guess. Well, here's a good one. Le Cinema Thide. Oh, my God. Ah, c'est que je crois pas le nombre de scènes de le voleur le banalisa dans le film. Vraiment, c'est affaissant. Les tisses, la clomprimité, la pomme, tous les films ont déraculé au boulot. Un mélangeur entre leurs ceux en sérieux qu'il avec un porno est un film fantastique sur la fin. C'est n'importe quoi. Le film, c'est d'un long jeu. Aussi, c'est interminable. Des gens entre le thème de la sermarue de Everwar, des gosses pendant qu'on était dans le sage pense. Oh, wow. Man, they took it to task. I think this person might be French Canadian. Yeah. Um, because uh, they have mommy in one of their favorite films, but uh, here, I mean that's huge. <laughs> but uh, here's some more about the their yeah bio. for those for those screaming. Uh, that that that's authentic French Canadian. Oh, you want to hear some? Authentic... That, that's the that's that's the best that uh elementary school can buy. I got some grade six French for you. Here's their bio. C'est tout un cinéma retro et si tout la film. Que je vois cinéma et chez moi, et mais avec dessous, c'est pas affaire. On tout soon ma compa Instagram. Azi, tout y trouve. Sounds like this. This sounds like an NFB like animated short on CBC. Certi un film cajador. Authentic. Instagram. Was also mentioned at one oh, point. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So that's that's great. Uh, our French Canadian listeners, all zero of them, are probably loving that. Oh, there's one. There's one. Oh, uh, well, he's double mad tonight because of X Men and uh, French <laughs> Canada. Oh, there might be two then. Watch. Uh, how about how about Clara? One star. Oh sure. I think Clara's a repeat offender. I think so, but. <laughs> So shitty. <laughs> I mean, first I thought the movie was never going to end. Such an awful time. Then there's just zero respect nor consideration for women. They're all represented as victims, weak, and stupid in there. Finally, it's just the banalization of violence without any message, and the ending is pitiful. Banal banalization? That's, well, that's uh, like Byzantine almost. Uh, yeah, banalization. Also French. Bon voyage, a belle amour. Uh, favorite films: Black Beautiful. Swan, <laughs> Breathless, in the Wall. So, also a French person, I'm guessing. What about uh, Nick Fernandez? One star. A hundred percent French. I really found this movie repulsive. I get this that this explores the dark underbelly of society, but I need something more to hang on to for over two hours, which is gross, violent, sexual, and otherwise. 
Mayumi Ogawa gives an excellent performance as Haru, and the final scene between father and son was great, but those were the only compelling elements of the movie for me. The cinematography is great, but it holds such a rotten core that I just couldn't enjoy it. Um, I like that he... What was the first thing that this dude mentioned? I really found this movie repulsive. One of his favorite films is the Lars Van Trier film. Which one? Melancholia. Is that movie oh. repulsive? Nah. I haven't seen it, but Lars Van Trier's kind of repulsive. He's got some he's got some repulsion in his uh Ufra. Yeah. yeah, this person yeah. also likes Chinatown. Yeah. Muriel's wedding and Speed Racer. Uh, yeah. Speed Racer, Jarrett? Yeah, it's the irony crowd, love it. I was going to say, do people actually like that, or is it an irony movie? I, I think it's irony. I tried watching it, and I was just like, uh, yep, this is what I expected. Yeah, that's too bad. He also, this person just reviewed Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium. Type up the Quantum Realm for two movies, and it just looks like Star Wars. Not sold on King at all. <laughs> this guy's not into the King Dynasty, Jared. I think the, uh... The Star Trek uh, X-Men Next Generation crossover uh, involved Kang. Kang? Yep. The Conqueror? Kang. Was that part of the Kang Dynasty? I think so. Now it Are is. We gonna get... It's all coming together. <laughs> it's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. Fuck, Scott, Scott Lobdell had it all figured out. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I pretty well agree with all the people who are uh, down on this. Sure. It doesn't do much. On the second page, there's Mickey Schultz. The film's title and theme song may suggest a Lady Snowblood-type thriller, but this is actually a cold character study reminiscent of Henry, portrait of a serial killer. While Ken Ogata gives an entertaining performance, making this monster as enduring as possible, the film never gives us a reason to care about him. It studies this murderer from afar, depending on how he is perceived by side characters. Um, Shohai Imamara is a talented filmmaker, but he never dares to step inside this psychopath's head to get personal. You don't need to do that in movies, Mickey. Uh, favorite shot? Uh, while sitting at his table, the wardrobe door opens behind him, the dead body inside. Favorite line? No matter how I fight, I'll never live to see your age. That's for sure. Okay. I mean, sure. Uh, that was there... my favorite line too, RJ. What are oh, you saying? Whose who's was? Then... It's just somebody to choose from. Yeah. Other one-star films from this person include Freakonomics, Lovely Bones, Ang Lee's Hulk, Mamma Mia, Rob Zombie's Halloween films, and Jerry from Gus Von Sant. Wow. People really hate Jerry, hey? I've never seen that movie. Oh. Everyone, I, I've never heard anyone talk, say good things about Jerry. I thought it was okay. You, yeah. There you go. I just changed I just changed the course of history. You did? You yep. did? Yeah. Now, a thousand years from now, Michael Burnham is going to be listening about Jerry because of you. Fuck. Remember Michael Burnham, Jerry? Nope. Uh, and well, there's Yeah, here's a person that was like, uh, starts off pretty interesting and is compelling, but halfway through it becomes a slog and less interesting. I'm like, I'm the opposite. So who's right? Me or Avu Man? Uh, Amanda said, too long. Too much rape. <laughs> oh, Avu uh, Man. Uh, oh, Avu Man, I see him. Uh, uh, movies are a top-tier entertainment. As opposed uh, to what? F- favorite films. Forrest Gump, 
Shawshank Redemption, Dark Knight, and Old Boy. Incredible. That's you... classic. Those are classics, RJ. Classics. You find one in the wild like that? Oh, hey, Jarrett, one star films. Uh we have the collection noose. Remember uh remember those six moral tales, Jarrett? Cry uh Chimes at Midnight, that's a one star film. Mirror, that's a one star film. Cries and Whispers, one star. Uh My Dinner with Andre, one star. Andre Rublev, one star. Santan Tango, one star. Fanny and Alexander, one star. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. But hey, Forrest Gump, Shawshank, Dark Knight, Old Boy. Yeah. So we got that going for us. We sure do. We yeah. sure do. I see there the last two reviews. One of them is Banshees of Inertia, technically well made with great performances. The very the review a day before, solid performances, a ton of technical style. This guy's only got two speeds. Talking about how technically well made stuff is in the in the performances. What do you mean, dude? What do you mean? Say what you mean. Say what you mean, Avu man. Avu man. Sad. Any final thoughts on Vengeance is Mine? No. It's not a good movie. And I... Not great. <laughs> not good. And I um, uh, don't care about it. Uh, this is a title more. No is me. No is mine. I mean, it could be. I tried to think of something like that. It's just... I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, how about Vengeance Will Be Mine? Like Archangel. Remember Archangel? What about Apocalypse? After the break, <laughs> we're going to throw RJ's bones into the air. And then the o- even in the ocean rejects it. Well, he wanted he, them to throw it into the dump, remember? He was, he was stubborn. Throw my bones on the dump. Yeah, I got I got ghost bones. Hell of a way to go. And people just coming out of nowhere. You're like somewhere else. And you're like, what the fuck? Why? Why? Is seventies Japan? It was a different place, you know. RJ, where would you like your remains interned? I mean, honestly, the one thing I liked in this movie was throwing my bones in the dump. I kind of okay. thought that was fitting. Or the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Wash them. If they don't go down right away, keep trying. Keep trying. Well, you can email us next month. Uh, yes. And, and, tell, and tell us 
how you want your bones taken care of. Yeah. Because you're going to die. Um, We're all going to die. We've got a yeah, Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jerk Duncan. He's Barnloaf. Um, yeah, we got it, Tumblr. We've got Patreon for a dollar. You can join us to talk about fictional things that are in Jared's head. Yeah. Uh, it, it's great. And then... Uh-huh. What you... else does that give you? Uh, Discord. Oh, what's you'll, that? You'll, you'll own Discord. It's a pretty, pretty oh, good okay, deal. Cool. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, maybe you'll even get hit on by someone. You know, uh, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Me? You, you never know what's going to happen on uh, in Creepsville. No, no, we're creating a safe place. Don't say uh, that. People, that's going to scare no, people away. That, there's no. That's not true. That's not true. It's a bad place. Oh my god! Yeah. All right. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, I don't know. I used to upload things to YouTube, but do you I, have you stopped? <laughs> I haven't like for like three weeks. No one oh. cares. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, what do we get? Like ten? Yeah, yeah. Maybe the, ten listens. We we have like three thousand people who subscribe, but it doesn't translate. Let me tell you. Mm. But hey, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> next next week. Mm-hmm. Jean Pierre Melville's Army of Shadows from 1969. That good? You, you, you ready to join the French resistance? Ennui? Uh huh. French. Oh, Henri. Disappear into the shadows. Hey, Jared, what do I look like right now? I can't even see. I've got to click onto you. Uh, you look like Nosferatu or some sort of goblin. A, a podcast goblin. Think, think French. Uh, you got like T-Rex hands. What else is this? Uh, rabbit? Uh, maybe. Rabbits can be French. Yeah. What I'm saying is nobody needs French people. Whoa. I'm not endorsing violence. <laughs> hey. Hey. Not calm what down. I'm saying. Calm down over there. Not what I'm saying. I can say it. I'm French-Canadian. I took yeah. French in school. I'm French Canadian. We're bilingual. I can say it. I'm allowed. Yeah. They, they might disagree. They might disagree. Well, right. goodbye. Oh, right. I thought you were about to start singing Ferris Jaca. No, I don't. I don't endorse that shit. I can't.